Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Coogan Nation. Time to rise and shine and start your day with Duval Sports Media Big Steppers. Dan Hickett. You know it! Jeff Prosser. It's a big deal. Gosh, it sure is a big deal. And E to the T. E.T. is in the booth. <laughs> Rise and shine! Go time on a Friday morning. It's football Friday. I guess only one college football game this weekend with college football news is uh, certainly percolating. You could argue in Gainesville what you need is an influx of talent. Instead, what we're seeing is the exit door and, you know, maybe the biggest... Bright spot, or one of them, would be Trevor Etienne, Travis Etienne's brother, who now officially, after the rumors of you know bobbing up and down that transfer portal decision, has apparently now entered the transfer portal. Now, there's a couple things here because you go in the transfer portal doesn't necessarily mean that you are leaving. There's 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 a window of being able to enter this winter transfer portal, and they're in it right now, and so we will see where it. Uh, winds up but you can make a legitimate argument if if you were going to identify the best player on offense and the best player on defense going into next season if the roster stayed or does stay intact I think you'd be talking about Prince Liu on defense who's into the portal already apparently been offered by FSU and, and Trevor Etienne on offense so really your brightest spots perhaps Uma Malin had Seven sacks, I believe, for Florida this year. Let him on defense. It was a very high recruit. They flipped from, I believe, Texas A&M maybe. And ETN, uh, you you can't blame for looking around. But dude didn't play him enough. Did not play Trevor ETN enough. And this isn't just like, you know, take the player side of he needs more playing time. I think if you ask any Gator fan, one of their biggest frustrations about the current state of things would include ETN not playing enough down in Gainesville. Not the creativity of you. And Johnson's a good player. It's nothing against Montreal Johnson. That aside, Trevor ETN should be on the field more in Gainesville. If you're trying to, I don't know, score points. Just an idea. Just a thought this morning. Meanwhile, the Gator Bowl coaches are in town uh, to meet the media. And we'll hear from Dabo Swinney and Mark Stoops. This is a nice little matchup, Clemson and Kentucky. I said before, I wasn't really aware, but they haven't met in a long, long time. What did we say it was, like 1981 maybe? It's going way back when we referenced that. Uh, but Dabo has been around. He's seen his share of the changes that have occurred in college football. It's beyond... You know, two two forces here have combined, and then you throw in the third that has kind of always been a part of the backlit part of, of college football. But you, you have this now transfer portal, which is immediate gratification. You have the NIL, which you can mind, which you can imagine might be used in combination. I bet you those two are going hands in hand, hand in hand on a lot of these decisions. And then you have the good old tampering to begin with where you're cherry-picking other people's rosters, sticking your nose where perhaps it doesn't belong. Portal's not the problem. NIL's not the problem. The problem is tampering. That's the problem. Uh, that is the problem in college football, and and that could be fixed easily too if they would let football people fix it, but we don't usually get a, a vote in that. But 
that's the that's the biggest challenge that we're dealing with is uh, that aspect of it. So um, there you go. That's uh, I didn't mean to say in town, but uh, together in a press conference promoting the Gator Bowl December 29th this year. Uh, more on that as we move along this morning. But uh, from the Florida standpoint, it needs to be an offseason of improving the talent on the roster. Period. End of story. From what we've seen in two years, you're not expecting Billy Napier to outcoach his talent. That that's not the conclusion I can draw after you know two full seasons. Doesn't seem to be, you know, that that innovator, that special coach who can take your guys and beat you, or he can take his guys and beat you. So, you know that 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 leaves you really with the reality of you you better have better talent most weeks than the other guys, and that doesn't always determine it, does it? See Arkansas, so. Uh, ETN officially to the portal down in Gainesville. I can see no way to spin this as anything other than another negative. As we sit here right now. Now, again, does he end up back at Florida? I don't know. Is the running back position in college football, much like uh, the NFL, a pretty replaceable uh, position? I don't know what they feel down there. Trayon Webb is a, looks like a kid that's got a very high ceiling from right here in Jacksonville. Trinity Christian played some this year as a true freshman. Lines of scrimmage got to get better. There's a lot going on down there. But for now, we will uh, weigh the, the distinct possibility that Trevor Etienne has played his last game uh, in a Gator uniform, perhaps. Travis Etienne could perhaps play a big, big role this week for the Jaguars as they go up to Cleveland. You know, this is an offense suddenly facing the prospect. First things first, though, I, I should have said that I maybe bury the lead, but uh, I looked at practice footage from yesterday, and there, there's Trevor just bebopping around out there throwing footballs. He's not standing on the sideline in a boot. I mean, he's, he's taped up and, you know, bouncing around just a, a little bit. It does not, it, you know, it looks like this is not near as bad as initially feared and that, Trevor just wasn't giving lip service to the situation or, or expressing false optimism. You know, it really does look like uh, that we're going to dodge a bullet, so to speak. And, and you know, perhaps it's just it was never going to be as bad as it looked when he went down that night. I don't want to get ahead of myself. You know, he's not getting chased around. He's he, They're not going through full practice uh, positions, uh, you know, and, and situations. But just to see him out there. It, it, shorts and shells and helmet like everybody else, not standing on the sideline, not not you know hobbling around in a boot or on crutches. You know, I would think is a is very good sign. But it, it's even if that is the case, you don't know about Walker Little. You know, Christian Kirk is gone. You've already got Cam on the shelf and Agnew on the shelf. You know, we're pe- the, the, the old phrase, and this is three days in a row, it's shown up here at the 6 o'clock hour, next man up is, boy, never been more applicable than it is, you know, right now for this football team in a very important part of the season. You certainly can't take anything for granted in the National Football League. Whether you're in playoff uh, contention and your opponent isn't, and the Browns don't fit that category, they are. But say you're a seven and five football team that's playing at home 
You're taking on a team that didn't score a single point in their last game. They have absolutely bottomed out to 2-10 and 10 coming into your park. Seemingly having mailed in the, the season, perhaps even tanking for a better draft pick. And you let them jump on you 21-3 and you lose 21-18. I just described the 7-5 and five Steelers hosting the 2-10 and 10 New England Patriots last night. And the Steelers making it look like suddenly Brady returned. Oh, boy. The Mike Tomlin Haters Club, they're having a field day today. And I got to be honest on one thing. It's fourth and two, and the game's in the balance, and we're throwing a fly pattern? We're throwing the bomb? We're going deep? By the way, into double coverage. Question what New England's defensive philosophy is there. You're fourth and two. You're third and two, and you passed. You're fourth and two, and and you throw a a bomb? Not even single coverage bomb, by the way. With safety help? What? Yeah. Ball game, and after falling behind 21-3, scoring a couple touchdowns, adding a two-point conversion, the, the Steelers at 21-18 only need a field goal to force overtime. They got the ball about midfield. Fourth and two, we're going to throw a bomb. We're going to throw a go route. Huh. Curious, to say the least. But at the end of the day, you know, like I said, I, I am not going to reserve chaos for what we've seen in college football here down the stretch. I'm going to apply it to playoff positioning. And with the loss last night, guess which little old division would have three teams in the postseason if it began today? Oh, that little old member was the worst division in football, Lee. That's what we told you before the season started. That's what the, the natty experts. Go back in the preseason. Go back to August. Go to your favorite website. Search Ranking the divisions. We're seven or eight along with our NFC brethren, I promise you. And here we are, well over halfway through the season, past two-thirds, in fact, and if the playoffs began today, Jags, Colts, Texans would all be in. Big, big weeks for Indy and, and Houston. They each go on the road. Indy's got to go to Cincinnati, and boy, that Bengals team we saw Monday night doesn't look like the team that appeared to be for two or three weeks previously. Texas go to the Jets. Tough game, man, right? Jets are going to play that, that defense. They do have that. So we will see how it emerges. Uh, it, imagine imagine those two lose. Listen to this scenario, E. You ready? Oh, to me. At the top, it's pretty clear. You got two nine and threes, Miami and Baltimore. You got two eight and fours, Kansas City, Jacksonville. Those are your four division leaders. They would be the teams that uh, either have the bye at the top or play home games in round one. Down below, you got Cleveland. Pittsburgh was seven and five. They've lost already. They're seven and six. Cleveland, Indy, and Houston are all seven and five now. And and without wild projections, they could all three lose this weekend. That would make them all seven and six. So now you got Cleveland, Indy, Houston, Pittsburgh seven and six. Meanwhile, if the Colts lose and go to seven and six, it's going to be because the Bengals won. So they would go to seven and six. It leaves Denver with a chance to also move to seven and six. And I haven't even mentioned Buffalo, who's got a tough one with Kansas City, but who can also be seven and six. By the end of this weekend, without a series of just crazy improbabilities, um, position starting in position five, you could have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams 
at seven and six for those final three spots. That's crazy, man. More on the Jags as we move along here. I'm going to let you hear from the coordinators. What, what, what do you do if you're Press Taylor? I mean, how exactly are you designing this offense? Is there a big difference? He will answer that question for you when we return. Also here uh, from Mike Caldwell, who's got nothing but rave reviews and bouquets thrown his way for what this defense has uh, been able to do. He, too, scratching his head over just what in the heck happened on Monday night. Hear his response to that. Uh, Dabo and Mark Stoops on their Gator Bowl matchup. Captain Kevin Favor. And I'm disappointed in my guy E.T. this morning. He should be wearing his LeBron James jersey, seeing that the Lakers have advanced. I know it's just I know how excited you must be, how proud you are that the Lakers will be in the finals of the first NBA Cup. Oh, you mean the LeBron James has scored the quickest 30 points in Laker history? You mean that? That's the one. The most efficient 30 points ever in Lakers history? That Same guy. And uh, a rom-bomb. John makes it official. Do you care anymore? John Rom to live tour. Oof. Doesn't exactly scream good faith in the negotiations between the Saudi-backed group, the whatever fund it is, fund, and the PGA Tour, which has seen now another major big-time hit to its brand. I mean, are we really headed toward? You, you trusted the Saudis, did you? The fund? Is that how we rolled into this? With a December 31st uh, deadline? I mean, and if you're the live, maybe you just go grab uh, Cantlay, Chauffelet, and say, yeah, never mind. We're just going to do our thing. Then what do you got? Rory and Tiger saying, Rory, Tiger, Spieth, and Scheffler going, what, 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 what just happened? I think ultimately open borders is what's going to happen. Are you going to have a bunch of really beautiful golf courses spread across this country that host PGA Tour events? They're going to have massive declines in the amount of foot traffic through their facilities at certain times of the year, if you know what I'm saying. Back with uh, Captain Kevin Favor in the Fishing Report next. It's a GFL Friday. That's green for life. Look for the bright green cans and trucks all over town. All right, let's take up the golden fishing sign. And my buddy, Captain Kev, on the all-pro all pro roofing hotline. Cold weather has hit us for more than just a snap. What does that have to, um, what effect does that have, Kev, or does it? No, I mean, it, it, um, it, it really hasn't affected the fishing much. Gotcha. Um, it, it, it just hasn't gotten cold enough, you know. I mean, uh, like I said, it's, yeah. it, that, that water temperature's got to get down to 53, 54 mm-hmm. for it to mm-hmm. For it to really affect anything, and it, and it hasn't. It is. It has been. It has been another great week. Wow, I was we've gonna ask. Gr- you. We've had a great fall, Jeff. I is, mean, is this like amazing. historic, Kev? Like as good as like really you can ever remember? No, I, I mean, uh, no. I've, I've, uh, fall is is the the best inshore fishing that, that that we that we have generally speaking. Um, you know, springtime was was always kind of you know we're like, yeah, you know, spring can be the best, but. Springtime just hasn't been very good the last few years. Mm-hmm. It, we've had a lot of wind, um, and and um, the fish has just been okay. But you know, like like we talked about the last couple of weeks, I mean, the the uh, you know what these guys are doing now, going offshore and and uh, the fish that they're catching is. Uh, and I, I, I was talking about this on the forecast show. If I was twenty years younger, buddy, I, I I would I would seriously consider start running winter trips again. You know, mm-hmm. because the wahoo fishing and the 
and the tuna fishing and the stuff that they're doing out there, man, is is, is amazing. Wow. Um, you know, and they're not going, they're, they're, we're not talking about that far. You know, we're talking, you know, a little over 100 feet of water, which is just 20 plus miles. Yeah. Wow. So, um, you know, and, and they're just, they're just back in the Wahoo. I mean, they're just, just having great days, but. Um, well, that's a good, uh, that, that's a culinary ROI then, because. Yeah, we're talking it is, about, yeah. man. I mean, you know, I, you know, I, I, I love it sushi style. It's one, it's one of my favorites, you know, mm-hmm. um, obviously fresh caught like that. I mean, it's, um, it's, it, it's outstanding. So. Yeah, but you know, it looks the, the weather looks um looks like like Sunday. There's there's going to be some showers and stuff, but they're calling for like no wind, like south at five. Um, and and again, I know it's kind of the same forecast we had last weekend, but I'd damn rather fish in a little bit of rain with no wind mm-hmm. than than bright sunshiny and and windy. You know, mm-hmm. um, and, and I think the fish like it too. You know, the, those you know overcast days like that, low low sunshine, uh, they. They, they dig those kind of days. You know, among so. the feedback that I, I, I get, Kev, on, like on the text line, or for those that, mm-hmm. that aren't experienced inshore fishermen, people that like to fish, they might be uh, going to try inshore, or mm-hmm. what, what? just like, what's a quick primer? And I don't want to go, you know, ABCs for 20 minutes, but just, you know, if you, you, were, know, head, if you were headed out tomorrow morning, well, like where would, you, where, where would you go? What would you use? What would you target? All right, so so it's just, it, 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 if you looked at my tackle box, you'd laugh this time of year. I have literally like 8-ounce, quarter-ounce, 3-8-ounce jig head. That's mm-hmm. it. Okay. I mean, that's, okay, um, it's that simple. Live shrimp, live mud, mud minnows. If you can't buy, if you can't find live shrimp, um, you know, fresh dead works. Uh, and, and, and I would, you know, the outgoing tide, uh, I've always said the last three hours of the outgoing tide, the first two hours of the incoming tide. Mm-hmm. And, and, and for this time of year, the creeks are full of fish. Um, and where do you fish in a creek? You fish the bends. Okay. The bends, the bends always have deep holes in them. So fish the deep side of the bend in a creek, um, and you'll, you'll find fish. Or if you see an oyster bar, obviously fish on the edge of the oyster bar. Okay. But, so that's, that's the quick and easy um, you, you'll find fish this time of year. Um, you might, you might find a lot of undersized fish, mm-hmm. but who cares? Right. You know? I right, mean, right. You, you, Bender you rod, only, as they say. Yeah. You can only keep one red. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so who cares? Who cares how big they are? You know, if you're having fun catching fish, then, then enjoy yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, and again, so for those of you that have just dabbled or you haven't had luck in the past, you know, you may have just been out at the dead wrong time. It sounds like it has been the right time for three weeks or a month now, right? Kev? Yeah. It's 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 all yeah yeah. It's always about the tides at shore, Jeff. Okay. Always. Yeah. And even, pay even attention you, to you, it, I mean, then. you know, yeah, you have to pay attention to the tides. I mean, if if you have a low tide at noon, you know, don't get up at, out of bed at five thirty, sleep in. You know, go out at, at, at nine o'clock, fish the. Last three hours of that outgoing tide, first two hours of the incoming, and, and, and call it a day. Yeah, sounds good. Outdoor show yep. tomorrow? Outdoor show tomorrow. We'll all be there, buddy. All right, so good. I look forward to it. Uh, me too, buddy. Ha- Have a great weekend. Yeah, thank you. You do the same. There he goes. Captain <laughs> Kevin Favor. Uh, there it is. Get out there and catch those fish. Sounds like they are um, – sounds like they're tearing it up. Uh, John Rom to the live, what it does, I, I think, to me, is that this is uh, – of all the dominoes that have fallen – None of them legitimized the live like John Rahm does. It's not just because of his world ranking. And I'm not saying that, what do you mean? Brooks Kepka had X amount of majors and he won in 2023. Yeah, he did. And live is still live. Phil Mickelson is, you know, a surefire Hall of Famer for what he did on PGA Tour in his golf career. Cam Smith, kind of an upstart, right? But young. Rahm is 
you know, that he's a foundation piece on PGA Tour, a current dominant, at times number one golfer. You know, and, and again, I realized Dustin Johnson had gone. He's past his the prime of his career. The, the, the John Rom to the live is a major problem for the PGA Tour. None of the others. The others were problems. And, and you know, as to the whys and why minds change and why John Rahm just, you know, a year ago was anti-live, who wanted to be make his mark on PGA Tour where the legends played and the tradition and 72 whole tournaments and no team golf. Well, I know why suddenly he was changing his mind, the $300 million they gave him. I'm not sure Rahm, though, would leave unless a big change was coming in golf. The guy wants to play the Ryder Cup. So far, the live guys haven't been able to. That's not true. The U.S. they they let them. The Europeans don't allow the live guys to play Ryder Cup. I don't think he would sacrifice all that. He, like the rest that left before him, doesn't want to give up his DP World uh, Tour card or his PGA Tour card. But there's a legitimacy to Rom's leaving. It doesn't. And and I wonder if part of him leaving is to turn live golf into real golf. Not this Mickey Mouse clown show of dudes wearing shorts and music blaring and 54 holes and shotgun starts. Just stop it. Team golf. Quit it. What is your demo, you dodos? Nobody's watching golf under 30. Nobody. Stop it. Who are you trying to attract? You're not growing the game with that nonsense. Play golf, man. Have tea times, you know. I'll try to completely reinvent the sport. You want to start an alternative tour, that's fine. But I promise you, the ABA wouldn't be merged with the NBA today if they played on nine-foot hoops with rotating courts and trampolines in the corner. Play golf. You haven't outsmarted the world when it comes to what top-flight competitive golf is. From juniors through the masters. You play in waves, winds, and elements. They affect different people differently. Rub of the green, as we say. You don't get to blow up the entire sport to suit your little Jimmy Buffett golf tour. Not that there's not a place for a couple of these company picnic outings a year, even televised. But... Rom is a big boy. Rom is currency. He's not owed to past. He's not disgruntled employee. He's not young and don't care enough. I always want the money. He's not. He doesn't fall into those other typical categories that the live golfers have fallen into. No true great golfers in their prime. And I don't know. You know, and Cam Smith has shown greatness. Is he's not John Rom great? He has been number one in the world. He has had multiple majors. He's not in the prime of his career. And Rom is. And I don't want to speak out of place here in the city that's the home of the PGA Tour, an organization that we do brunch with the tour with for years and years and years. I don't want to speak out of pocket, misrepresent how things are going. I could give you my impression of what it certainly looks like has happened. Completely lost the faith of their golfers when they just announced that live partnership without any of the, even the big guys on tour getting any kind of notice. Well, if we're all for one and one for all, then why don't I take the money? And so John Rahm does. 
probably with the assumption that he'll still be able to play the Players' Championship, the Ryder Cup, and those other things. I am disgusted by it all. I will watch the majors. And on given weeks, I will watch the PGA Tour. I'm not interested in watching multimillionaires joust for another couple, three, four million while building no legacy or impacting the true history of the sport. Never will. Live will never approach history. Now, they may make their own history if they stick around for a couple hundred years. But Rom to the PGA Tour, you know, and in, in, I mean, from the PGA Tour to live gives the live tour their first real, real shot because not, it's not Greg Norman and Phil Mickelson. Those are big names, Hall of Fame names, but that's not legitimate. They're bitter. They hate the PGA Tour. They do any and everything. They've been disingenuous in their motivations for why the tour exists. Rom doesn't carry any of that baggage. He brings a ton of respect from any and everyone in the golf world. Rory McIlroy already calling for the Ryder Cup rules to be changed. So this tells me open borders are coming. And the PGA Tour is going to no longer be the dominant brand in the world. I hope that's not the case. I've been on the side of you know charity and the American company and all of those other things. Playing for history, man. I, I, want, I want to be able to measure the great golfers that I see come up through the rest of my life against the Nicholases and Woods that came before him. Not bebopping around Valderrama with a, you know, mariachi band on the 8th and 14th holes. So we shall see. And we'll see how our Jaguars respond this weekend. If you're Press Taylor and you're preparing a game plan, what's the mentality with the amount of unknown that we sit here with on Game week Friday. It's probably a little bit more difficult than a normal week, but at the same time, no. I mean, there's certain elements to it where we have a plan for, you know, this is what we want to be able to run against this defense that puts our guys in the best possible position to succeed. Maybe if this is our quarterback, some of these elements maybe go away or not as emphasized, or some of these elements are more emphasized. But for the most part, I mean, the the plan will maintain, the plan will be in place, and then we can adjust based on, who the quarterback is, what their strengths are, um, or how the course of the game's going. All right. Um, Parker Washington stepped um, stepped in for Christian Kirk, stepped up at times versus the Bengals, six catches and a touchdown with no Christian Kirk moving forward. We're still down Jamal Agnew. Uh, Parker Washington's a name that, that you would like to see on repeat for these next four or five weeks. I mean, Parker's a guy we've known from the jump mentally could handle a lot. Now, it, it's different. When the bullets are flying, you got – 10 seconds in a huddle and you got to get to the line, you got to execute and things are changing quickly like that. But, you know, he, he handled himself pretty well out there. It helps having, you know, Evan Zay, guys that have experience in the system can help you get lined up and move around a little bit. Um, but Parker did a good job for himself. You know, sometimes when you say something, it, the person that you're saying it to is not hearing it the way you said it. That ever happened to you, right? That happens with us oh, all. Oh, yeah. Doug Peterson said something the other day and has not read the room on what the response was to what he said. And now we're doubled down. We're doubling down on the narrative with Mike Caldwell yesterday. I'd pull back from this one. It doesn't make any sense to all of us that, granted, don't have the experience and knowledge that you do. You know, and Peterson mentioned it, and he didn't use it as much as an excuse. He was more covering for one of his players. It was out of position. I really felt that was kind of the 
message that he was sending when he talked the other day about because of the crowd noise, they were having difficulty communicating. Now, I'm just going to tell you, and you can ask yourself this, E.T., you're, what, what are we, 35, 36? How old are we in there? 37. Okay, so you're 37 years old, and so you really, as with some sort of knowledge, you've been watching football for 25 years. Yeah, yep. You've been in the business now for quite a few. Uh-huh. Have you ever, 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 ever heard a home team complain about the crowd noise when the other team has the ball? Never. Have you always, 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 always been encouraged to make as much noise as you can when the other team has the be ball? Be loud, be proud. So it just really comes across as a stark, what, like screeching ca- cartoon break sound. What? When, when, when your team says that the crowd noise, a benefit of a home field advantage, actually hurt you? Well, I after- think it's a... Uh- noise and it's a good thing as a defensive coach as a defensive player you want it to be as loud as it can be and we just have to do a better job of communicating get tighter in the huddle echo the call and you know go from there all right i just need a little further explanation right any any time things don't happen the way you expect them to happen it throws you off and that's what happened got we got thrown off by Normally, you can hear the call. Normally, you understand the call. In that situation, guys weren't able to get the call. You could see them trying to get in the huddle tighter, and that's what we have to do, get in the huddle tighter, make sure everybody has the call, get on the same page, and let's go play. But we want the crowd as loud as it can be. That's, that's what you want at the defense. You want to feed off the crowd. They did a great job Monday night, and you know we'll hold up our end of the bargain. So they have to handle the crowd noise better. I just got one, one final look, question. I, I, no disrespect, uh, Coach Caldwell, but – I've been covering the NFL now for 33 years. I've never heard of this. Could we go a little I've ne- I've never, ever, 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 ever heard. Now, it's probably happened. There's been plays when it's loud and something happens. Absolutely. And, and it, it breaks down. But I just, I don't know if you say the quiet part out loud when it comes to that. Uh-huh. You know, what happened? Well, we had a miscommunication. Can't happen. So I got to say. I mean, God forbid we show up for the Sunday nighter and everyone says, well, this, shh. Right. <laughs> while, while, they're, while the other team is on offense. Meanwhile, if you're wondering why the run defense was so bad against the Bengals, Mike Caldwell wonders too. Uh, big surprise. Big surprise. Uh, you know, get another opportunity to go back out there and do it. But, again, the guys understand that what we ask of them, they're able to do it. It's just another opportunity for us to go out there and do it. Well, we got an opportunity coming up Sunday in Cleveland. Again, kind of cold and wet there at the dog pound, and both teams are banged up at the quarterback position as well. Again, if you didn't haven't seen yourself or missed it early, I mean, there's video of Trevor Lawrence out on the practice field. He's like not running the offense, but just taped up from what I could tell. They didn't show a lot from like waist down. You know, they just kind of showed him throwing the football in the red non-contact. So. You know, just the fact that he's out there and about, combined with what some of what he and Doug has said already this week, are we reaching the point here and we're still 48 hours? You'd be surprised if he didn't play? Have we gotten to that point yet? I'd be surprised either way. Like, either way. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he played. I wouldn't be surprised so if he So probably the better way is yeah. you wouldn't be surprised. Right. I wouldn't rather be, than, correct. I'm almost to the other side. I'd be surprised if he didn't, rather than I wouldn't be surprised if he did. There's a slight difference there contextually, right? right there's a little bit of difference in that, so... Um, we shall see. Oh, Mike Tomlin's got a He-Man haters club up there in the Pittsburgh. There's a large portion of the Steelers uh, fan base that appreciates and respects all that Tomlin has put in through the years, but they are just dying to go in a different direction. Not the kind of franchise that does that. Oh, but buddy, they got to be railing this morning after some 
curious play calling at the end of their shocking loss to the Patriots. I'll reset that for you and the other news from the NFL with a football fix. When we return next, it's a GFL Friday. Trust Green for Life for all your commercial roll-off needs. All right, we're back here. It's a good point on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures, how we, you know, especially in the offseason, we get caught up in these, you know, furors at times over things. And you look back now, and it is, it's just, and we, now, look, in fairness, I can remember us when this narrative came up over something that Trevor said, to the point I even think he doubled back and then kind of, clarified in, in maybe even like a press conference situation. But do you remember when Trevor was interviewed? I think it was Sports Illustrated. And they asked him, and remember he had that comment, quote, there's more to life than playing football. Oh, yeah. Remember that? I think it was that side. And what did they say? Oh, the heart, the passion. He love it. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. love it. It's just a means to an end. And, and now look what this dude is doing when it comes to injury and playing football. Doesn't seem like there's question. more than life to football, does it? And I remember having to shout down some of the haters. Some of y'all determined you just like what are they they call uh, trolls? Is that what they call them on Twitter? Trolls. Some people say things just to be that guy. I guess. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, right? Definitely. Yeah. I don't know what enjoyment you get out of that. It's like try nobody loves an a hole. I don't know why. Try to rile people up. Man. People try and be a holes. It doesn't make any sense to me because it, th- no one likes an a hole. Like try, nobody. You trying to be an a hole? Like I bet bro. even other a holes don't like a holes. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's a bad strategy. I guess is what I'm saying. So yeah, we will uh, see um, just to what 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 is going to happen at the quarterback position. Also from the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures, uh, Pross, I've been watching golf for 15 years. I'm 30 now. It's ruined. It's done. I don't care about any of these losers who just want to chase money and not legacy. I won't watch any of the non-majors. I don't care to. It genuinely has lost my interest in the game. I love. I feel sorry for guys like Scheffler, J.T. Spieth, Hovland, who haven't said anything and don't care to be involved with this live. BS, but just go out there and play because they know they all don't need the extra money. They're not posting pictures of themselves the day after losing the Ryder Cup with smash t-shirts on with Kepka, like it's some sort of joke, like Holmes, Xander, and Burns did. The whole Rory uh, Cantlay hat thing was embarrassing to the sport, too. The tour's gutless. Live is gutless. Golf is ruined. Have a great Friday. There's some passion there. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that, that's growing the game for you, Liv. Hey, way to grow the game. By growing the game, you mean, and both of you, you can accountability all the way around in the world of professional golf. If by growing the, the game, you meant offending the few fans you did have, congratulations. Mission accomplished. Fire the band. we got a football fix. Let's take you through the National Football League, and we will start last night in Pittsburgh. And a working example of the frustration that... A certain portion, at least, of uh, Steeler fandom feels like Mike Tallman. It's just time for a change, time to go a new direction. And, uh, you know, the rest of us are like, ah, settle down. You won the Super Bowl. The guy goes to the playoffs every year. Never had a losing season. You know, then you watch what happened uh, last night as Pittsburgh took over. Now, first of all, how you fall behind 21-3 to a team that didn't score last week is a problem in and of itself. But... The Steelers down 21-18. They've rallied down 21-18. They get the ball on their own 27. They hit a little 14-yard screen pass. They've got it first and 10 at the 41. Uh, 
Uh, first, ten, first down, incomplete. Second down, eight-yarder. We're at midfield, third and two. What do the Steelers do? They go long. Uh, they go deep right to Pickens, incomplete. And on fourth and two, they go deep left, Deontay Johnson, incomplete. And that basically, they had to burn timeouts. They got the ball back with no time and lost the game. You're the Pittsburgh Steelers. You're third and fourth and two. And not a screen. Not a five-yard route, not a slant, not a handoff, not a sneak. We went all the way down the playbook at third and fourth and two to come up with bomb right, bomb left, INC, INC later. Yeah. No bueno. And just like that, Pittsburgh looks like they're the ones that will fall like a rock out of playoff contention. We'll see. Meanwhile, the Patriots... Get a much non-needed win if you're looking at the draft of prospects. It does pull Bill Belichick one win closer to the all-time record. I think he's 15 short now. You know what? I don't need to hear from Amit Patel's lawyer. I don't need to know that Amit Patel stole $22 million because he liked to play fantasy football because he had a gambling addiction. Really? What are the odds on the Pond of Egypt beach condo? Huh? What was the speculatory nature of buying the brand new Tesla? That apparently some dude was just in town and the guy's Uber driving around town. I I cannot uh, completely verify that, but that seems to be the case in the same very Tesla. But in a statement, his attorney said that his client used VCC funds to gamble on daily fantasy sports. Approximately 99% of the misappropriated funds were related to gambling losses. You're telling me that 21 million of the 22 million, you lost gambling? And if you did, so what? I don't. You can steal 22 million and burn it in a campfire. So what? Come on, man. Uh, Robbie Gold is officially retired from the NFL. Tenth all-time in scoring, these these kickers. Uh, it looks like uh, Justin Jefferson will definitely return for the Vikings this week. And that's Football Fix. You're welcome. Our Friday faves are coming your way. It includes Friday five-pack in just a little while. The Hick and Arrival and more come your way next. It's a GFL Friday on the drill. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. You know it! Sweet Friday! A little emotion, please. Hey! Ho! Hey, ho! Woo! Ooh. Oh, we don't have many of them left. Count down and enjoy them, people. Football Fridays. Yeah, we'll have, what, four more regular seasons after this one? That's it. Man, I watched, uh, think, you know what, whoever, finally a good thing. I'm going to compliment somebody today. Okay. Whoever got the, the wherewithal, the brain, to put the high school football state championships on TV, thank you. Live? Yes. Okay, I didn't they know that. They should be on. I Did watched we have a winner? Four. No. Oh, shit. St. Aug, man. God bless them. Don't mess with the Aug, dog. They played their hearts out. Shout out, Brian Braddock. Shout out to uh, Locke. Shout out to the kids at. Uh, we had them in studio. Yeah, good kids, man. Receiver Jenkins, uh, uh, 
just a great game against Mainland. They did everything they could, dude. They returned the opening kick for a touchdown. They blocked a field goal for a touchdown. They're playing Mainland, who has the five-star, who will be a former Gator. That's a different story uh-huh. soon. Uh, <laughs> Is that Phil saying? LJ. LJ. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah, more on that in just next. Yeah, more on that coming up. But, 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 but uh, Mainland came back. And they kicked a field goal on the last play of the game to beat them. Uh, oh, Saint, man. Yeah, St. Dog was up 19-18. Oh. Uh, it was a great game, man. Dang. It was really. I, well, I, and, and by the way, Mainland came back and took the lead. And then Lachlan hit Carl Jenkins Jr. on a bomb. And he, they took the lead back. Oh, and then Mainland. I wish I had known that was on. Thanks was, for the text. It was a great game. and, and I was watching the NBA and I, Cup. And I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. If Mainland had lost... Are you the, saying Maitland or Mainland? Main, Daytona, Beach, Daytona Mainland. Beach, Mainland. Isn't there a Maitland High School also? Probably. Or? I don't yeah. know. Don't go off on tangents. Stay just, with me. I just want to make sure. Know. So, there was a play. Okay. This <laughs> is unbelievable. Wow. These, and it, it, it's, and I know it's a hard job. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Must be an amateur official rant's coming. 4.30 left in the game. Okay. Fourth quarter, Mainland has the ball. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Vince Carter was there. They run the ball. Okay. The next play is snap. No, St. Aug has the ball. I'm sorry. 4.30 left in the game. St. Aug has the ball. They're up a point. Okay. So they're going to milk the clock. As best, as best they can. Oh, well. Does the other team have timeouts? With a little help from my friends. <laughs> they don't run another snap until from 4.30 to like 3.15. Because no, they didn't reset the time, the clock. The clock keepers were. Is the mainland guy going crazy? Oh, he went nuts. Did the they correct it? No. They, they Especially looked, with TV technology. I mean, perplexed. we don't have to do instant replay, but you they could correct us. They perplexed. Wow. Like, My gosh. Well, that stinks. It went a minute 15 yeah, in between snaps. Yeah, that's crazy. St. Augs like. Yeah, I bet. You're going to let me get away with it. They ended up getting the ball driving down and win the game. They so probably it, could have used the extra time later. Anyway, congrats to St. Aug. Heck of a season. Brian Braddock and yeah. the boys. They, now, when, when are the other so, ones since they're on? T- and what are they on? They're on live. So like just on, check like your, Fox Sports or whatever? Oh, it's uh, Bally. Yeah, yeah, Bally. Okay. So, and, like, with the Magic Channel yeah, yeah, yeah. on ours. Now, when are – we have a game today, no? I think we have the other two. I think Bradford, our is guys. There, is one a day to, game, like two or something yeah, like that? Yeah, I think they're day games. Bradford and uh, Mandarin. Both played today, I believe. I'm that, not positive. I, man, um, that's a cool heads up. I'll watch those if I'm. It was if, great. If, I, if I'm right. And you last know, night, there. last night, um, I didn't see it, but uh, Hawthorne and Cornelius Ingram back to back. He's the coach there. He's a coach. His kids a quarterback. See, hi, oh, cool. Back to back. I hope he would maybe back be another one. Maybe it's going to be just the newest and latest to not send his kid to Gainesville. So the Jags are going to Cleveland, right? Yeah. Man, brings back some great memories. He oh. hit it. Fun times in Cleveland again. Still Cleveland. Come on down to Cleveland Town, everyone. Under construction since 1868. See our river that catches on fire. It's so polluted that all our fish have AIDS. We see the sun almost three times a year. This guy has at least two DUIs. Flats look like a Scooby-Doo ghost town. Don't slow down in East Cleveland or you'll die. Our economy's based on LeBron James. Buy a house for the price of a VCR. Our main export is crippling depression. It could be worse, though. At least we're not Detroit. Yeah! Hello, hello. We're, we're not, not Detroit. Detroit. Oh, thank you. There we go. Yeah, Cleveland does get a bad rap. My, my family lived up around Cleveland uh, for a while. Too. Bad rap, but Beautiful I enjoy area. that. I used to play that 
that all yeah. the time. Also the home of the Factory of Sadness back in the day that we've kind yes. of borrowed from time to time oh, here. Stole. But, yeah, so um, I don't know, man. If Trev plays, look, go get a dub. I mean, so we'll yeah, see I, how it plays I, I would out. say now I'm to the point. I've gone from I won't be surprised if he plays to I'll be surprised if he doesn't play. He's bee-bopping around the practice field yesterday, yeah, I don't Dan. know if he was bee-bopping, but yeah. He's bouncing. I mean, yeah. it wasn't limping. Yeah. He wasn't, wasn't standing on the sideline yeah. in crutches. Yeah. I mean, why would you tape him and put him out there? Yeah. Because here's the thing, what people don't realize. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that you'd be wasting rehab time with media sessions and those sorts of practices. Right? Yeah. I mean, they would work on that thing for literally a hundred straight hours if that what was what was needed. I think what has happened was luckily it's just not near as bad as it looked like it was going to be. Right. Like when he went down, and the first words that you're wondering is something broken, is it high ankle? When he comes back the next day without the boot or two days, and when Doug says the next day, he seemed optimistic right out of the gates. Right. Yeah. Like more than you would if yeah. you were. There's a lot of. I think go play. A lot of positives. Yeah, for sure. So, now, that doesn't... And we need him because I watched the worst backup quarterback I've ever seen last night, and that Trubisky guy is awful, man. I mean, what is... Ha- that guy was the third pick in the draft? Yeah, ahead of Mahomes. Oh! That's the Mahomes draft. <laughs> <laughs> they traded up for him, too, now. Make sure nobody grabbed. Yeah, they, like... Who took him? The Bears? Bears. The Bears. Oh, Bears. The Bears took... Let me get this straight. Yeah, they could have, they could have Mahomes. They, they right, traded the up. And they jumped, right? They, aren't Bears they idiots went two to one? They gave away a lot, like, too, didn't they? Yeah. The Bears went two to one because they were afraid somebody was going to trade up and snatch Trubisky. <laughs> <laughs> did you watch him last night? I, I, I did. I, I 21, a- 21 3. I turned it off because I, um, after all of the uh, whizzing and moaning about my fantasy team and my fortunes and the up and down and yes. as it rides, I'm basically down to this, Dan Hick. And if I win this week, I'm in. Let's go. And I have Deontay Johnson. But not good. Oh, he got a touchdown. At the very end of the game, he had not, He literally had zero, zero, Did he get a zero. Touchdown? Yeah. Yeah. And then he caught like some worthless 30 yard or two. So yeah. he, he went from zero to 13 and a half points in like oh. a, in a second. Well, so that's good. I needed that because the guy I'm playing this week is better than me. Okay. Right. You know what I mean? His team is yeah. better. I'm yeah. a, you need I'm breaks. Gonna, yeah. Luck. I need my guys Luck. to go and I need his to, to not. So, well, a couple things. Uh huh. Um, oh, I have a show too. Remind me to tell you. Oh, so I only saw the second half because last night the Hicken family went out to get Christmas cheer at the Alhambra and watch Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, look at you. That's the last time you've been to the Alhambra. Culture. Went to Elf two years ago. I like to go see Christmas stuff. I've, I've done, a, done that a couple of times. Anyway. It's kind of underrated fun. It's, it's, it's kind of it's it's nice old man fun. Yeah, it's definitely old man. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to send, well, send those 30-year-old Googans out there. Brooksy and his girlfriend went. I'm not sure they had a great time. but yeah, I don't think they did. I, I, yeah. but they were nice. They were sweet. And uh, it was fun. That's we, where I had the famous kiss with Morgan Fairchild. That's right. After that performance. Mm-hmm. I think you sang to her, if I'm not mistaken. I may have. Anyway. Mrs. P gave I got, me the go-ahead. She was right there. Oh, yeah. I got home, and I, I watched the second it's half. Morgan Fairchild. No question. Uh, Loretta, Loretta Lynn. Hot Lips has been performed there through the years, too. Hot Lips Houlihan. No, that's not Loretta Lynn. That's or Loretta, Loretta Swift. Swift. Yeah. yeah, whatever her name. Swift. Swift. <laughs> You're good at that. I'm terrible. What's happening here? Right anyway, Gary Berghoff. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so we got home. I'm watching the second half. And speaking of officiating, my God. Yeah, what was the false start? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I don't know how they come up with some of these uh, things. And, then, and they stick by their guns. And yeah. I mean, I just, the guy, you telling me a center can't look down and lift it. He didn't jerk it up. He lifted his head up and looked around. The Patriots guy knew he made a mistake. He jumped off sides. He put his, he went surrender Cobra. Oh, no, what have I done? 
No, no, it's on them. Yeah, it's crazy. Now, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Pittsburgh, Steelers would have blown it. Pittsburgh would ask. Here's what I don't understand. He can't understand. throw. Dude, it's third and two, and back-to-back you throw two bombs? Who knows? I know. That's dumb. Well, it might be by the quarterback, though. It may not be by I, the coaching I, staff. I don't know. I don't know. I thought Matt Canada was the problem. He's not there anymore. No. You just threw bombs. The problem is you're playing screen. The problem is the offense is no good, Jeff. Yeah. They don't have a quarterback. Yeah. And they don't have a quarterback even if Pickett's in. Well, they I got really, Street telling me they got all kinds of talent around them. They just don't have the QB. Pickett's not the answer either. You're right. They're just there in their little shuffle of Gabbert and Bortles. And, remember what I told you yesterday. You keep an eye on those three teams that are in the wild card right now. Pittsburgh's one of them. Cleveland's one of them. We have a real chance, Dan. It wouldn't take a slew of upsets. Mm-hmm. That after this weekend, it'll be one through four, the Jags and all them, yeah. their threes and four losses. Yeah. yeah. And then have five through 12 in the AFC. The same record. All be seven and six. I could see that. That's that, that, but that would include basically the only real super upset, and I don't know how super would be the, if the Bills beat the Chiefs, which would also be great for uh, Jacksonville because included in that formula would be the Jags beating the Browns, obviously, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. we need badly. Really need a win. We haven't had a lot of really need a win moments here. We, I got. We really needed a win I, after the Houston remember game. Remember we were talking yesterday and we weren't confident? Yes. I, I'm growing confidence. Is that what you're going to say? I'm growing confidence. Yeah, I am too. I'm with I you like on the, that. I like the, uh, in really? fact, I may I may jump on plus three. Yeah. I, we're going to have to decide I got this before we Trevor's get there. Trevor's going to play. Yeah, I do too. I think our guys are going to show up. I mean, we got to have this game. We, we haven't had a really need to win this game around here since... Since after the Houston game. Well, the loss on Monday hurt us, so we need to come back. That's, anyway, yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, okay. And speaking of changing my mind a little bit, you know, I, you know me, I hate the live tour. I hate it. Right? I mean, I, I hate yeah, everything the, about the, it. The genesis of it, especially. Yeah. You hate the golf part of it, which I understand also. <clears throat> and I don't watch it. I hate the false, the, just yeah. the falsity of how they've tried to present it and what they're doing. But, and I hate the golf but part because of it. Because right. I, I, here's the one thing I can't, and I, I'm, I'm, Rom is a hypocrite just like the rest of them because three months ago, five months ago, eight months ago, pull out every soundbite with yeah, John Yeah, something's Rahm. happened since then. Well, here's what's happened in my thought, and I may be wrong. I don't know. We don't know the whole story, but here's my guess. They may, The PGA Tour went and did what was best for them. They didn't consult with the players. That's right. They didn't tell the players, hey, listen. That's right. We're fixing to, uh, out of the blue here, merge with these guys we've been asking you not to be a part of. Right. Right? Yeah. That happened. 100%. Now, we don't know exactly the parameters behind it. Well, no, the players to a man. They're taking their money, too. They've all come out and said. And and, and, And they weren't told. And disagreed. They've criticized the commissioner for that. Okay, so, and it does appear like, and again, don't know anything, but it does appear like at some point here, there's going to be some sort of. Merge. AFL-NFL merger. ABA-NBA merger. So if this tour is offering me $600 million right now just to take it, and in a year I'll be back playing, mm-hmm. why wouldn't I well, take and, it? Well, and here's also what, what uh, okay, happened. Okay, i got to take some bullets here early. Here, here's where I'd be car- – here's the only place I would yeah. veer off of that. I'm just wondering this. Well, here's what's happened now. Yeah. They got this deadline at the end of the month. Yeah. Don't forget how the PGA Tour came out of the supposed agreement. We're going to run everything. Their future is going to be decided by us. Yeah. We're this. Yeah. We're that. Yeah. There's no agreement now. Now, understand, you've trusted the Saudis in the fund in this back and forth. Yeah. It's public now. If I'm if I'm live now, I'm just like, you know what? Never mind. Right. Never mind. Rom legitimizes that tour. No yeah. one else on that tour. The, 
uh, Norman and, and Mickelson are Cam is an upstart. He's not yeah. a proven. I mean, yeah. he's not a he's not a he's guy. Not who's been, he's not been number one in the world. No. He's not been a multiple major winner. No. Dustin's at the end of the rope. Kepka had lost his game. You know, it's it. They were good golfers. Yeah, but but nobody legitimately great at the time. Cam was, but again, he's you got a lot more road to put behind you before we put you and in I that category. To, and I have to hand me my six hundred million right now, though, because if I'm playing, because I I I suspect that Rom feels like, and Rom, by the way, has a. Doesn't he have a five-year exemption yeah. into the majors well, because he I won the Masters? Think, and before you make that point, I was going to finish this. And I also think this, that right. at some point, Rob says, okay, let me let me get this straight. We can't join Liv and take right. the money, but you can. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Now, again, the greed, the dis... Yeah. I, I have... I have the... I, I, I hate the business of sports right now, and I love sports. I'm with you. I hate it. I hear you. I hate it. And I... I Join the club. It makes me nauseous. Like two of my favorites of the three yeah. or four favorites that I have, they're yeah. ruining... It makes me, it makes me, it disgusts me. It really does. It's, it's, uh, anyway. Uh, but, but I will say, I'm thinking this might have been part of Rom's thinking. He part. might be forcing the issue to get these things together. Right. That could also be his role. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, we've got the, uh, I got a lot of thoughts about Florida football when I come back. It's, it's, it's a mess, and I want to talk about that. You've been telling me it's okay. Don't lose yeah, your mind. Yeah. Yeah. How's four and eight lot, sound? A lot of changing of the minds going yeah, on. Yeah. Well, that's, it's, it's, uh, well, and you, you, listen, go out and perform like Billy Napier did this year, and you're getting just what you deserve. Yeah. If I'm a top high school football player, if I'm a member of that program, uh, I've lost faith like the fan base has. But I, I, we'll share all these thoughts. We'll do this when we come back. Um, we're gonna visit with uh, Matt Hinson's coming. He wants to just say thanks, okay, and and for for everything that they've done with the Trista Bailey Foundation. So we're gonna update that. All right, uh, we've got Friday five pack. Oh, that's coming today. Yeah, Dan's uh, last day. <laughs> we're way too early for that. But the cat has thrown out this this uh, proposal that we include Monday night because there's two Monday nighters this week and there's uh-huh. no college. I I think that's fine, don't you? Yeah. Um, the only thing, the only reason I would want to say no is it's clear that Cat sees the Monday night game he likes. Yeah. Or he wouldn't throw it out there. <laughs> so part of me now may be. But I he's in a little slump, but so if maybe I pick, we let him. Or maybe I pick ahead of Cat and I try and determine which one he likes and <laughs> <Yeah>. grab it. <laughs> All kinds of strategies going on right here uh, on the drill. All right. All right, before we get to pontificating, got a speed trap alert in here. We don't want to go in the weekend light in the hey! wallet. Drill speed trap alert brought to you by Catlin Truck Accessories, radar detection, and more. Home with the big honking horn. Ooh, I roll and lock bed cover. Mm. Uh, right now, they I've gotten it here before. You travel this area of town, you may, but Southside Boulevard and Butler, you know, they'll sit over there. They're only trying to keep things safe. They're not trying to ruin your weekend, so don't have it ruined. And keep those speeds down and that cash in your pocket with a drill speed trap alert. Brought to you by Catlin Truck Accessories. Dano, pontificate. Well, just a lot of thoughts about what's going on in Florida right now, Florida football. And you know me. I, You've tried to stay positive. I have. You get I, a little snippy with me when I, I get, do. quote, too negative. And I have a message, if you will, to Billy Napier. Billy Napier? And I, because Jeff, I you think he's listening. Yeah, I wouldn't listen to Jeff, the radio. If this I were. is the most listened to sports talk in. show in the state. Yeah, that's well, I mean, that's let's true. Keep, let's but keep it real. Okay. I mean, who else? Did, I mean, come on. All right. <laughs> Are you still friends on Facebook or was the followers on uh, what? Twitter? Yeah. Yeah, he follows me, and I and he'll be reading all this. Is that which a filter? I pontificated yesterday. Okay. I desperately want to believe in him. I do. Mm-hmm. I like everything about the guy except his coaching. But I desperately want to believe in him, okay? And 
he's making it really hard for me. I had no problem with him getting rid of coaches. I thought there has to be changes, okay? okay? But other programs got rid of coaches, and you know what they did? They announced the next coaches. Mm -hmm. This guy has not announced any coach yet. Coachless. I get this from people. Well, Dan, they're obviously still coaching. Well, then don't fire the guys yet, idiots. Why throw it out there? Wait. So we got two openings, which make the kids wonder, okay? You should have had the replacements ready to go immediately. Okay. We talked about how you've got to make a splash in the portal, okay? You talk, we talk about all the different kids that are in there. We've seen Kentucky snare their quarterback and build their optimism back up. They took the kid from Georgia. We see, we've seen a kid go, uh, uh, a quarterback go to, uh, I think, Cincinnati. So we've seen a corner go to Missouri. Okay. The good ones. Mm-hmm. we got to make a splash in the portal. Yeah, we're not going to, though. We haven't. We're going to pick around. Because what he's doing is it seems like he's staying with the same formula that has allowed us to not win. Yes. 11 and 14. He should be getting guys immediately. It's a bad look. Makes too much sense. You have now lost. Probably your best your returning best offensive defensive and defensive player, player. And your best yes. offensive yeah. player. Right. Possible. A lot of times you can rationalize that, oh, well, he wasn't playing or he wasn't in the picture or they encouraged that. But literally, returning players next year, you you are you definitely lost your best defense player. I'm sorry. You let him in sacks. He's yeah. a big name. He's the one that they put on the board when the game starts. And ETN was probably positioned to be that guy on offense. Maybe Cedric now, Wilson. Maybe the I, – I, Or Eugene Wilson. I'm not <clears> – again, if I believed in him, which my my faith is – being tested. If I believed in him, I'd say, listen, is Montreal coming back? Trey Webb was signed a running back. Montreal's graduated, isn't he? I don't know. I think he has another year if he wants it. But anyway. Well, if he's coming back, it's not that big a deal. I, even if he doesn't, there's a hundred running backs. It's but, running back. But if you believed in him, you were going to finish. If I believed I in him, point. he would go find me that kid who... Went to Missouri last year and was an SEC running back. Uh, or, or, or Kentucky, Ray Davis from Vandy. Or Ray Vandy. Davis yeah. from Vandy. I, uh, go get a running back. The it's problem no big is, deal. Here's the problem. Here's the problem that's not that easy. Because we, w- the, the program is now at such a low respect level yeah. that if anybody who's good wants that guy, he's going to go there. Like, it's hard to attract when you're a, you're a middle middleweight. Last thing. <clears throat> yeah. From the other side, the criticism from the other side, that's part of me that hates college football now, that that if one more athlete, and this is not just ETN, you know, I, and by the way, I wish him luck. Go do what you got to do. Good luck. But do not ever, ever tell me in your little goodbye blurb social media BS, Gator for life. <laughs> Tigers that, forever. Is, is that what they say? Get that crap so, out of so here. So as you're transferring to Georgia or FSU. You know what it says? In all kinds of weather, we all stick together. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't know that because it's just a business to you guys. You don't bleed it. You don't want it. You don't care. Times have oh, changed. Oh, I love you, bro. Oh, get out of here with that crap. That boy got pressure. Huh? That boy got pressure yeah. over there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chris Doring. 
Packing up and leaving when things get difficult is a natural human inclination. There are very few people that have the ability to stand in the fire and fight. If you turn on the tape, there is repeated evidence that Gators football doesn't have enough of those willing to fight yet. Well, here's Amen, a, Chris. Yeah, here's a reality, too. There's also this reality that it's just a different era. Yeah. Maybe Emmett's- it's a different era. Nah. And, by, and by God, we better never go fight a war, Jeff Prosser, because we're going to get our ass kicked. Oh, yeah, that's fair. What happened to the greatest generation? Oh, they're, they're dying. No, they may all be dead now. Hey, the Chinese are offering me more money. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. What yeah. are we doing? On the front line, hey, they're offering me a, yeah, a million. I'm going to go ahead over there. Take what I got with me. Okay, I over. What I was going to say is this. Well, gee whiz, man. What I was going to say in this, I, you know what? I could see in between the 87 and 88 in today's uh, mm-hmm. um, formula. Uh-huh. I could see in between 87 and 88, Emmett Smith taking his $2 million and going to Alabama. Yeah. USC or yeah. whatever, you know, it's just now these athletes are going to be subjected to that. Hick, you know what? It's real funny. Not funny. It's a reality. Sad. It's, I, I don't feel sad for Billy. I, I don't blame the kids. I blame Billy Napier. That's the way it is th- these days. You know what's not happening? Georgia and Bama and Ohio State and Michigan, they're not losing their best players. No. Because they're good. Because their coaches yeah. are good. There's a respect level. There's a, there's a, there's a chance to win. We're just stumbling, bumbling, fumbling down there now for for three years. It, you need someone special to turn things around. I just I, and and this is not you know Urban Meyer, Steve Spurrier. This is Will Muschamp at uh, on his best year. It really, it really saddened me yesterday when I saw all this stuff. And I just and I'm not even talking yet about the five star defensive back who went had an in home with Texas last night, who's committed to Florida or. Or uh, the kid at Mainland, the five-star defensive tackle who's committed to Florida and is going to visit FSU and somebody else. I don't know who it is. I mean, I, I, it's, it's just, man, if, the, if this class blows up, uh, uh, Billy, I, 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 I'm trying to help you, man. I was trying to help by telling you, hit the portal fast and hard. Give Gator fans something to believe in. you got to come out and win your few first games next year. You're not making year four. You're just not. Because I know Florida fan. They will. They, you've already lost a bunch of them. Here's the You're going to lose a lot here's, more here okay, in the uh, offseason. In the offseason, it's your time to shine. You're usually doing pretty good in the offseason. The Gator fan agrees. But, the the you know, that second-year corner at yeah. TCU, who was yeah. first-team all Big 12, Florida's a – Florida's a flyway. I'm not going we, there. We botched. We I'm not bo- going to Florida. I'm going botched, to Georgia. I'm going to Bama. I'm going botched, to LSU. We botched going to FSU. We botched the NIL. We botched it. Obviously. Yeah. Everybody knows it. The whole Rashada thing blew up. It was a disaster. Right? We had, now we've got it, quote, fixed. Or do we? I don't know. How is ETN? If the rumors are true and somebody paid ETN a sack full of money, how do we not have a sack full of money to give them? You got to play the game. You got to play the game within the game. If you don't play the game within the game, you're not going to win. You can't sit here and go, "Oh, we're trying to do it the right way." There is no right way anymore. All the rules are gone, man. You got to win. I, 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 you lost your last five games in a row. You need optimism. If you come out of the, if you came out and hired Eddie O, I'm just using that as a name. But if you hired your two coaches immediately, if your class was building, you know who they. Again, tone deaf. You know what? You know what they announced yesterday in recruiting? Do you know who they announced? Who they signed? Mm-mm. 
A freaking punter! Oof. Ouch. I have my Hummer. You need a Hummer. A punter! JoJo. On a day where the house is burning, <laughs> we announce a punter. That's like that's uh, that's the uh, meme. Uh, you know, everything. He's the fine. number three punter in the country. No worries. Well, we oh. do a lot of punting. That seems that seems important. I, I identify those uh, players that are going to impact the game the most, and Billy will punt it eight times a game, and so we need that. Really excited to have you, son. Can you wait till tomorrow to announce? <laughs> this is not a good day. My house is on fire. Yeah, nothing to see here. Yeah, uh, Everything's going to be fine. And he put 100% committed. Nice. Oh, thank they goodness. They all put 100%. When is signing day anyway? When is this depressing debacle of a day where Florida's recruiting is going to drop from at one point number two in the country to about number 16? When's that coming? And then we're going to have to get this this chess master mm. to beat teams with less talent than they have, right? You need a coach that, you know, they're these coaches, Spurrier, Meyer, others, they'll beat you with their guys, or we'll switch rosters and I'll beat you with yours. Hunter. Yeah. Um, what do you make of Trevor Lawrence on the practice field yesterday? That means something more than absolutely than than that's the only good news I've than got the left view, in my life right? right now. That's more than just sending a signal. You wouldn't be out there if you weren't yeah. trending towards playing. No, yes, that's all I got. You know, remember the SI article where Trevor dared say that football isn't the most important thing in life? Yeah, yeah. The, the, I, all you that yeah, scream bloody murder fair. about that, y'all well, look idiotic. It's not all, that, that, those were those were more media types picking it apart. It wasn't right. It wasn't fair, Trevor. Obviously, he shows it in a different way, but don't ever question his dog. Well, he's these, got dog this, in him. This shows, and this is you know twice two pretty significant injuries in the last month that he's. I mean, we had Doc like Murphy heck. saying that guy should be out for two, three weeks with the knee. Yeah, he shouldn't play. He yeah. said he shouldn't play. And now this, which Doc says has really no chance for further. I mean, you have a chance to sprain your ankle every time you put on your cleats, right? Yeah. So it's not going to do quote further. It'll slow him. It'll hurt, sure, but. <clears throat> I'm to the point now with Trevor, again, from going from I wouldn't be surprised if he played to I'll be surprised if he doesn't play. So, we shall see. E, what's the razzle-dazzle today? Oh, that razzle-dazzle got a bottle of Brackish vodka plus oh. $25. Bring it in here because I need to chug it. Yeah, man, you need to chill. They say Friday Dan off the chains. I'm sorry. <laughs> Make sure y'all head over to 10 I apologize. It's just it's disheartening, man. It's disheartening. <laughs> Make sure y'all head over to 10 xlcom for more great gift <laughs> ideas, man. This is the drill. <laughs> Welcome back. This is the drill. 748. Good morning. Couple special guests in the house. Matt Henson and Forrest Bailey. Talking about the Tristan Bailey Foundation. We had the golf gala. Big family day. Down there in St. John's and uh, a lot of success, right, boys? How we doing? How's everybody? Get that mic up in there, Forrest. Okay, doing very well. Yeah. And uh Dan, thanks for having us this morning. Absolutely. There. We yes. actually have an important announcement. Okay. Oh. Uh, last night, yes, um, we haven't put it on Twitter yet. Okay, we breaking news! Breaking news: We signed the number two ranked punter in the United States. Nice. <laughs> you son of a gun! I don't need you piling up like this. I'm in a I'm in a bad place right now, and mm. you came in here and kicked me. He's quote losing it. <laughs> <laughs> losing it for at, at least he went from number three to number two since right. you yes. since you were ready to make the announcement. Yes, yeah, he moved to number two. Yes. If Forrest had said that, then I would have retorted with something about the black and gold, but I'm not going to go there. Oh, yeah. wow. that I didn't do that. Unfriendly fire. He didn't do anything. I know why he didn't. That? That's why I just. Real rough. Because I like Forrest. But that was a lash. You know how I am with my friends. I do. Forrest is just associated with what I said. So I kick you, you're going to kick Forrest. You, on the other hand. <laughs> so what's going on? 
How was the how it was a great look. It was a great event. We raised yep. a lot of money. How did we do? How did we end up doing? We did great. And that's why we wanted, we wanted to come on today. Forrest and I both wanted to come mm-hmm. on to say thank you to everybody in, in the listening audience yes. and, and everybody that's helped out. We were able to raise almost just shy of seventy thousand dollars for this event. Clap it up. That's yeah. great. And, that's and great. It's, it's been great and and so thankful for for you guys in the media, for yeah. you and Jeff and everything y'all did for us. Um, as well as all the local community, yeah. the Googans that are out there really listening and, and what they've done. So uh, we wanted to come and say thank you and, mm-hmm. and give a couple of updates on what we're doing moving forward. Okay. Um, it's amazing to me, Forrest, the, the – well, it's not amazing because I love this town, but all the people, obviously terrible tragedy, and you're trying to do something positive in it, and God bless you for it. But the, 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 the way that the – Especially the community around you has supported you guys has been special, hasn't it? Oh, it's it's been unbelievable. Yeah. The entire Jacksonville area. Yeah. Uh, you know, we we've gotten support all over. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also think that it shows a lot about athletics because my daughter having been a cheerleader, right? You know, we get support from cheer communities mm-hmm. across the world, wow. but specifically here in St. John's and in this Jacksonville area. The support has been phenomenal. Um, I look at like Spark Athletics who mm-hmm. have made their facility available so we can do self-defense training, uh, you know, with what Sterling Roofing did, mm-hmm. you know, House of Davoli mm-hmm. and, and their cards and then yeah. uh, Metro Diner. You know, they were quick to help us support to make that whole event a very positive event. And then through support of yourself and, and some of the other local media, I mean, mm-hmm. We've already had something, and, and Matt, forgive me if I'm jumping the gun on this, but like, we've had Homeland Security reach out to us because they have a, a iGuardian program, mm-hmm. which is focused on social media mm-hmm. and how we, how we can kind of take that pillar we have and better educate because, you know, you can look at the recent thing that came out on the Apple update, right? A lot of convenience in us being able to switch contacts and, and all of those things, you know, in the recent update. Mm-hmm. But there's also some risk with it. So it the support and what's trickled on from it is going to really allow us to do some great things to help people in the future. So, yeah, and if, look, if you can ever put a stop or make it happen where this doesn't happen to you, even one person, I mean, then you're doing something. Un- There's no amount of money you can put on that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wondering how much peace <clears throat> the foundation, the work you're doing, the legacy it leaves, it, it gives you and your family. It's Some, it's a lot. Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, Jeff, it's, yeah. it's what kind of keeps you going yeah. because it's as Dan says, we are very hopeful that at some point somewhere we're going to help someone mm-hmm. right, and we'll never even know it. Right. But those are the type of things that you want to do. And then even – even just being out there and, and talking about it, you know, this is one of the most difficult times of year for anybody who's sure. lost loved ones. Mm-hmm. Sure. And, you know, just going out there and, and saying, yeah, you know what, we're celebrating the holidays, but we're also grieving too. We're talking right. about the people we've lost. And that's one of the best things that you can do for anybody who's lost I, I, I almost used the word, and I, I hate to use it because it sounds so minimal, distraction. I guess it's more redirection. You know, you can redirect one emotion in, into another. It, it is, and I think particularly for men, we have a tendency to compartmentalize a sure, lot. Yeah. I know that here, here. for me going to work, one of the best things for me because right. like my brain switches into a different thing, but um, it, it always comes back. It hits you as a flood, mm-hmm. and that's where you, you 
want to share with the people that you're close with. And um, the good that we're seeing from the foundation, uh, you know, it's it's great for us because there's a sense of paying back to the community that really helped us through our darkest days. And, uh, you know, at, at points in time where things could have been very negative for us, we saw all the love and all the goodness that was in this area. And so it it kind of reinvigorates you to say, you know, there's purpose that we can do and, and good that we can deliver back. Well, I mean, God bless your your attitude, your reaction, what y'all mm-hmm. are doing. I mean, every, we all face storms, you know. It's how do you get through and what's on the other side and, and what you do along that way. So, yeah. Maddie, is there anything else you guys want to add? No, I think, yeah. I, I mean, the last segment, I think you said enough anyway. So. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that we should be adding anything. <laughs> well, listen, man, we, you guys are always welcome here. So anytime you yeah, want to come by, sure. just come by and we can, we can talk sports. And Merry well. Christmas. Have a great holiday yes. season as yep. best you can, Same all y'all and, and everyone yeah. out there as well. Yeah. And, and another shout out to everyone that contributed. Amen. Right? These, right. Are the, these are the meat behind yeah. it. But we yes. always say whether it's J-Fun or this or anything yeah. else you're doing, it's, it's y'all's generosity yeah. and your care. It's refreshing. It's really. uh, Forrest Bailey and Matt Hinson uh, visiting with us and the Tristan Bailey Foundation. And lots of ways to get involved, too. And the best way to get involved is to go to the website. And what's the website, Matt? It's www.tbstrong.org, tbstrong.org. That's called a forwarding website. I know it is. Okay. You've taught me that. (laughs) This is the drill. (laughs) I don't know what direction to go with Denny Thompson today. You, I feel today, friend, are demanding accountability and asking questions of people who don't have either. Yeah, I felt that coming in. I almost turned around coming in, yeah. He is. He's like on a warpath. He demands answers from people that don't have them. I already knew when I walked in it was going to be my fault somehow. <laughs> demanding somehow. accountability. There's that, there's that hoodie that I wanted so I'm bad many moons ago, Hick. Remember? <laughs> I begged for it. Remember that? This one? That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> that's on me. He's got now you've stepped into that. That's See? on me. Yeah, that's yeah. Danny. going home. He's like, why am I here today? I, Hick I, is just as soon he's not here for one minute, and Hickens follow him around like a, like a watchdog. I had other stuff to talk to about. I think I could go – into the NFL today and and talk about quarterbacks. I could go college. Uh, let's talk about Trevor first. I mean, listen, um, I don't know. Some guys are more elastic than others, I guess. I don't know. But I get the, we have the feeling he's going to play on Sunday. Yeah, I, I mean, it's looking that way. I don't think – Either that or he's a either that or he's a trauma queen. Right, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, he gets, and he gets hit and he goes, ah! But, no, I don't think it's that. I think there's a real toughness there. I think he's got some dog in him. He just shows it differently than, say, Patrick Mahomes. No, no doubt. No doubt. I mean, everybody hurts differently, right? I mean, but you're not at that at this level. You're not practicing just to practice. Like, right. He, he's right. not going to be out there taking reps from people with, who are going to play yeah. if they're not at least considering him playing. Absolutely. Good point. So, I, I don't – you know, I don't think that that's a facade or they're a put-on or anything like that. It, listen, the dude – the dude's balling. They just don't – man, they're so inconsistent with, I think, route depth and things like that. There was a uh, there was a ball he threw to Calvin Ridley. Mm-hmm. And I hate to do this on air because I don't know it to be true, but right. I'm 90% sure. Sure. That probably everybody in the stands was like, man, Trevor missed that one. Mm-hmm. And it looked like he kind of threw in a double coverage. Mm-hmm. I mean, Calvin Ridley's supposed to bring that down like three yards sooner. Okay. And and those are critical moments in games. Those are you know eighteen yard games. Well, he on showed third some. He showed seven. some fire on the play. He got hurt because the rookie didn't turn around. Oh, I was he, losing. He rips it. Ele- and eleven stops. It wasn't even turn. Run the route. Right. He jogged the route. Yeah. I, I, it's and he had a good game. That's had disturbing. A great right? Game. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I, I mean, it, and it's not like that's one of those pre-snap. The call is if you're that guy yeah. and they're in that defense, you're getting the ball. Right. There is no right. if, ands, or buts. You're getting the ball, Oof. and he jogged the route. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. All right, one more quarterback NFL issue, and then we'll dive into college. Um, <laughs> he's so ready to get into college. Oof. Yeah, It's like he's just passing time with Then we're going to talk punters and kickers. You got any intel <laughs> on them? By the way, the high school football championships are on TV. Live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched uh, St. August. I did, too. That was a heartbreak, yeah, man. Lock played what good, though. terrible way to lose. I thought they did everything right. I, I, Braddock is a good coach, man. Oh, that program. And, yeah. and I he's know we're, such a good coach. I know Shout we're out staying Brian on, uh, we're staying on NFL, but real yeah. quick yeah. along those lines. He's, he is an incredible defensive mind. And yeah. what they've done offensively, he brought Will Hewlett in and yeah. Brandon James yeah. in. And, yeah. and they are so much fun to watch. And then this afternoon, Mandarin don't get enough credit for what they've done. I agree with that. They, I mean, they are Mandarin loaded. Mandarin was asleep for its entirety until Carson a couple of years ago. And now I might understand they're going to – Compete with the big boys year and, in year and, out, and and we don't. You know, now well, we got an NFL team. Do y'all find that you don't follow recruiting as much as you used no, to? Right, like no. local. Y'all, they've got no, like yeah. five or FSU, six dudes. Alabama, Penn State, Penn State. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. Others, yeah, I get it. And then Toby Bullock is, I think, one of the best high school play callers I've been around. I think that's going to be a real. I, and I kind of felt like they should be this good, but they what they've done in the postseason. I tip my cap to Bullock and those guys. So, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, then Bradford, I love too. Jamie Rogers. Great victory uh, last week. Went from, they got Coco, so it's a, it's a good Coco game. Coco beware. Coco beware. All right, Coco so one other NFL question. Perspective is important when you're an NFL quarterback. If you're an NFL quarterback, you're the CEO of yourself, right? Right, right. Yep. I mean, you got so yep. much other stuff. You're a business. You're right? Yep. You're a billion-dollar industry. I mean, Trevor is going to be a billion-dollar yeah, exactly. industry yep. before he's done. He's going to get $400 million, whatever he gets, and then he's going to get another one. Right. I don't know. Anyway. I got one quarterback. From, we play. We play Cincinnati and Cleveland back to back. The Cincinnati quarterback was on the sidelines on Sunday mm-hmm. or Monday night, mm-hmm. right? Cleveland quarterback was up in a suite. Right. Bad look. Be down on the field with your guys. It's your team. We're giving you two hundred thirty-five million. The least you can do. This might be enough. Well, know. hold on. Now, was it either cold or rainy? <laughs> I mean, that would matter. Is that, to me. Am I correct on that? <laughs> am I correct on that assumption, though? Or does that not bother them at all? It doesn't bother him at all. All right, uh, but you're, fans I mean, you're it not, does. You're not fans incorrect, does, yeah. right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You're not incorrect. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, the optics of it aren't good, but it doesn't, doesn't bother them at all. All right, I thought about one of your guys. I'm, I'm going to give you some advice. Okay, I want you to pass it good, on. Good, to, good, good. Carson. Okay. I, I, you know me. I, I think he throws the ball as well as anybody in college. Mm-hmm. I told you that. He needs to go back for another year. Okay, only why? because two things. One, he might make his way up to to third or fourth quarterback picked, okay? But it's a heavy quarterback draft this year. Okay. And two, uh, another year's season, he'd be the guy next year. All eyes be on him next year. They got a tough schedule, by the way. Uh, It would be, I think it would behoove him to come back. He could be a Heisman Trophy winner. A lot of stuff he could still accomplish. What if I told you, and I'm being serious, what if I told you he was going to be a top 10 pick? This year? Mm -hmm. Then you got to go. See that—that's the dilemma that all these guys have. Because I did this with Anthony Rich. I'm not going to do this again. If if you're going to get 25 to 40 million guaranteed dollars, I don't care how much the school is going to pay. It ain't paying you that much. 
Well, here, here, here's the dilemma that we have with this whole process: is mm-hmm. you get grades, right? You get grades back, but NFL teams, the reality is, they're still playing. They're not; they haven't put their finalized grade on right. anybody yet. When do you have to decide by? Like early January. Well, I right? mean, realistically, it's January fifteenth. But you you need to let your team know. Yeah. Like, I mean, you need to decide like here okay. in the next week or two because right. they've got to go get people. You, I mean, there's a lot of things you have to do. Oh yeah, so. portal time. Y- yeah, I watched the game last night. That right now, sight unseen. Give me Carson Beck and his future over the four quarterbacks I saw. Yeah, well, I mean, oh, for sure. Here's, yeah. I mean, here's here's my point with this is like you don't. He may be a top ten pick, but right now, all we know is like he's probably a first rounder. And there's a big difference in 10, 5, and 25. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at, at some point, this is what we're doing with Carson right now, is, is, is Carson is deciding what Carson wants to do because the reality is he's going to be a millionaire the minute he makes a decision either way. Either way. Well, That's and fair. he might want to, you know, he came from Mandarin. He had to sit for three years. He just got to play. If he goes to the NFL, there's a chance he'd be sitting. He might want to play some football now, for a couple I, I, of years. I told him this week, I was like, I don't care if we start to hear rumors of you going number one overall. I don't care. Like, what is best for you? Do you? If yeah. you want to stay yeah. in Athens and run this thing back, yeah, because they are going to have a heck of a team next year, yeah. If he comes back, uh, the, I get it because uh, you're probably going to make a couple million. Uh, Listen, if sorry. he announces he's coming back, yeah, you don't think they can go get any receiver just about they want to get in that of course portal? They can. Now I will say this, like I told you, I think he spins as well as anybody. He's benefited from playing at Georgia in terms of pocket. The pocket wasn't quite as good last Saturday. Mm. A little bit more challenging, I think. Yeah, I think it's been a tell of two seasons for them. I think the first, like, six weeks, mm-hmm. I don't think the protection was great. Was it great? And then they, they, they got, got into good, a good though. groove. Yeah, they, they got healthy. But it, Alabama was like Georgia. I don't think that it was the offensive line this past week, though. I think they were so – what was 84 doing on the field? Like, what was Lab McConkie yeah. even trying? That, that, tried. That, yeah. well, it reminded me of – which one was it? Was it Judy or Waddle or in the national championship, that poor guy? Remember? It was Waddle. Waddle. I mean, he was waddling. Yeah, was it was Waddle. Yeah. And, yeah, and I, so I think just timing was off. But, yeah. man, let me tell you, man, that's that, that kid was hurt by that game. Oh, sure. I mean, I – it took him two days to just I don't blame be able him. to put together a I mean, you got the whole uh, – yeah. We I, mean, just, I mean, he spent his entire year for being real game. working on that game. In essence, yeah. you're right. In yeah. essence, you're right. Yeah, so I don't know what that game affected his decision or if it affected his decision, but, uh, but yeah, man, I think we found out this week that that dude loves some Georgia football. Jaden Daniels, just to your eye as a prospect, where's he fit in? Uh, First-round pick? Yeah. I think so too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't I don't know what questions are gonna come he up. Was Maybe not a little bit of size. Good. It's funny. Yeah. He like I watched him at Arizona State. I think they played FSU in a bowl game or something. I think he was I'm not positive about that, but I did watch him at Arizona State and he was uh, he's okay. He's okay. What he did, again, Florida Gators impact on college football. They won him the Heisman Trophy. You're welcome. Uh <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's the giving season. Holy cow. Uh but his throwing got a lot better. Brian Kelly know did an, an amazing athlete. job with him. That first game they played against FSU when he got yeah. to LSU, yeah. he couldn't hit anything in rhythm. Right. I don't really – I mean, occasionally he'll get a little fast with his feet on on uh, some quick game stuff. But mm-hmm. outside of that, I, I, I don't really see a whole lot of flaws. I mean, I think – You need I've a quarterback, you're an NFL team, I, you take a shot on that. Yeah, kid. I've talked to some teams. and I, I, I think he'll probably be that late first day. Okay. But there are some teams that love him. They, he just doesn't have all that it takes to be that number one guy, right? Yeah. But but I, listen, he may go. What if he goes to combine and runs right four four nine? He's fixing to win the Heisman too, which well, doesn't right. matter. But yeah, right. You ready for this? On I'm ready. Shazam! The Shazam spotlight brought to you by me. the Murray Ford Super. Talk to me. 
These are the categories where Jaden uh, Daniels ranks number one in the entire FBS. Oh, yeah. About all of them. Okay. Total QBR, 95.6. Number one, all of FBS. Mm-hmm. Touchdown passes, 40. Mm-hmm. All of FBS. Yeah. Touchdown passes from, you know, you talk about him being a scrambler, and does that work? From inside the pocket, 35. Number one in all of FBS. Yards per attempt, 11.7. Number one in all of FBS. Yards per dropback, 10.9. What? Number one in all of FBS and 20-plus yard passes, 70. Number one in all of FBS. Well, He's number one in every – I would Caleb suggest Williams. you never run the ball. If you're oh, averaging yeah. 11 yards per dropback. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you do it three times, you're going to hit one. If, yeah. By the way, they're not quite Burrow and Chase, but Malik Neighbors, Neighbors and the Thomas kid, yeah. they're both first-round picks. Yeah. And I'll say this too, uh, LSU is kicking themselves a little bit over this year. Oh, if they no had doubt. any kind of defense, they could have had a Burrow-like LSU national yeah. championship. Weren't his stats better than Burrow's? No. no. Burrow threw no? 60. 70, oh, did, I think, oh, did by the time they were done. 60, by the time they were done. Yeah, I think it was oh, 60 okay, touchdowns. Okay. I just saw but, some things tracking But the, the running year. put him up oh, gotcha. in that same stratosphere. Burrow threw 60? I'm the- pretty sure he threw 60 that year. That's yeah, he insane. was insane. But he had, you know, yeah, yeah. JJ and Chase. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's insane. No, I really like Jaden Daniels. I... Like I said, I've talked to enough people that I, I don't think – I think there's people in this draft that maybe we're assuming are first-rounders that mm-hmm. could fall to three, four, five. But right. I, don't, I don't think he's one of those. Let me ask you this. Now, you're, if, I, if I ask the wrong question, you don't have to answer it. Just shut, us, shut me down. All right. But I'm, I'm, shut you down! I'm in, I'm in a bad, <laughs> bad way these days. Okay. So he's losing it. I am. Let's and you know, you know about some of the inner workings of the recruiting. Yes. So let's start with this. As far as you know, can you confirm that there is tampering going on in the world of college football? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, right. I mean, if you're always on, has been. Hey, you're, ET, right, if you're on one team, give me Debo. Final comment. Y'all continue. Okay. If you're on one team, and you sense any kind of what is tampering? First of all, somebody's got to tell. I'm me. asking you, like, like, can you contact? At one school, can I make contact? I don't. With, I'm with, asking, what is tampering? I'm saying this is tampering. Okay, oh. hold on. Now that don't happen. Okay. Okay. No. No. Tell this me, is. Tell this me what is. No. Tell me what. First of all, because I am literally confused. Yeah. What con- in today's day and age? There's so yes. much great. What constitutes? You're telling me. You Dan. tell me. What is what, tampering? Well, okay. When I when you, you said tampering, what yeah. I what I mean is just kind of advanced discussion. So it's like if if all of a sudden. I don't know. Make up some team. Northwest Michigan State. Yeah. I don't even know if that's. The... I'm not going to. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Let me finish. Okay, okay. They'll call me or yeah. somebody like that in October. Right. Hey, man, we're going to be taking a portal quarterback. Who you got? Right. Okay, well, I got these people maybe coming out. Oh, that seems like a good fit. Can we see if there's an interest? Right. Like that that type of stuff. But it's so not is schools. Go- like, how can a kid go into the portal and say no contact? That means he knows where he's going. Which means he's already talked to the, where he's going. The, which means, and that's tampering. If, as if, far as okay, I think. if it okay, right? If it was wrong. your son, which you yeah. would want yeah. in that situation is, yeah. Hey, see about going in the portal, Denny. Uh, can we get him placed before? Yeah. Right. Like, because yeah. that's the thing. Well, it's, for sure, because a lot of kids get left the out off, the cold. It was the off-market listing in real estate. Yes. Right. It's that. <laughs> it's like, I, hey, I don't, man, don't make us go on these visits. Just not, pay us this, and let's lock this crap down. Yeah, I want to make it clear. I'm not blaming the kids. Right. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. I would at think all. this just because you put a go between. All right, I'm at Texas. 
mm-hmm. and um, I need a quarterback, and I call Denny. And there's a quarterback at Michigan who's going to leave. And I say, hey, Danny, we're looking for a quarterback. Why this kid at Michigan? And then you say, hey, you know, there's this, the Texas is uh, looking for a quarterback. Right, blah, right, blah. right. And then they say to you, well, hey, you know, just for the record, you didn't hear it from me, but we'll pay $1.2 million. Right, right. And then you say, hey, well, you didn't hear it from me, but they'll pay you $1.2 million. <laughs> That's tampering to me. Car- Carson Beck has never been in the portal. Carson Beck has been offered a lot of That's money. That's what I mean. That's tampering to me. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And that's the problem. Here's Debo at a press conference yesterday. It's all this talk about where Debo. Sta- I mean Dabo. Okay. <laughs> I was like, why are we getting yeah, Debo? No, sorry, sorry. Dabo. Here's Dabo Swinney on just the, the the just how obvious the real problem is, at least to him. Portal's not the problem. NIL's not the problem. The problem is tampering. That's the problem. Uh, that is the problem in college football, and and that could be fixed easily too if they would let football people fix it, but. We don't usually get a, a vote in that, but well, settle that's down. the that's the biggest challenge that we're dealing with is uh, that aspect of it. Only thing there is that the hypocr- the hypocrisy there is uh, football people don't mind making eleven million dollars a year. I don't know what that has to do with tampering. Just the, the no, there's look, money there. Man, listen, these coaches have been tampering in this sport, and I'm not calling forever. out brother Dabo, right? But forever, mm-hmm. this isn't the kids' fault. This is y'all's fault. This is the coach's fault for continually bringing kids in, promising them the world, promising their parents you're going to do everything like a father figure, and then 30 minutes later yeah. breaking every freaking promise you have, including firing the coach because, that recruited them. Because you got them. Just because you got them. Mm-hmm. And they can't it, go this anywhere. This is payback. I, I'm yeah. not taking no, up for anyone. I'm no, playing what he said. But, but to know. hear what yeah. Dabo's saying, like, y'all, y'all know the problem. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Y'all are still I think maybe they're, because it's so haywire now, they know the problem. Maybe they're finally no, willing Dabo's to admit it. No, Dabo's not winning natties. Dabo's not winning natties. So now he's not getting away with what he was doing before. So now he's crying. Yeah. Like that. And, and, and I'm like, I shouldn't go that hard on all this. And I don't mean it personal to Dabo. Right. But time and time and time again, I'm on the phone with a coach. Uh-huh. And they're like, man, this sport has turned in about money. I can't believe these kids are trying to take. You're getting $9 million mm-hmm. from a state university. Mm-hmm. And you're going to talk about this kid mm-hmm. who's putting 14 hours a day, 12 months a year, wanting 50 grand? Man, shut up. Yeah. Come on. Well, they would need to fair. call it what it is. It's not. It's pro football. It's, it's that's not college football anymore. That's pro exactly what and, it is. And, 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 and there's the NCAA yeah. who can't do a damn thing, yeah. but they're worried about this kid who wants to come home because his mom's dying. Well, here's the deal, too. It makes no sense. How about this? How about this? Because it's pro football, scholarships are no more, and you're going to have to sign a contract. If we're going to invest our time in recruiting you, our, our commitment to you there, then you're going to have to sign a contract. And not a, not a scholarship offer. If you're going to make $1.2 million during your career here, you don't get to leave in a month and a half. It's too much, you know, that's what we are. You're employees. Yeah, I, I mean, I think most – okay, so first off, they're not getting this money in one fell swoop. Right. I hear so, it. so, so, right, like, so if they leave, the money stops, obviously. Right. right. But, but the but, other, the, but, here's the other but issue, But if a contract – in a contract situation, that may be true. You may be signing a guy who's worth forty grand. He gets ten grand a year for four years. Then suddenly he has a great first year, and this school's going to give him $1.2 million. Well, if I'm under contract, hey, you took me when I can only give forty. Now I'm going to – you can't do that in any other sport. I mean, well, I mean, they do it in every other sport. No, they don't. They'll hold out. 
They won't go. Yeah, it's not near the same. Listen to me. Uh, uh, yeah. there, you guys, stop. Don't argue no, me. No, to, no, no, don't no, argue no. me to argue me. I'm this not. is night and day from anything that occurs anywhere else. That I go somewhere, I agree to a certain amount of money. Granted, you're going to pay me on loan on on by percentage, and then somebody else offers me ten times as much. I can't just at that moment leave and play for them okay, and make let, that let, money. Let me let me ask you something because this, yeah. this is a real situation that that happened. I won't name names right, sure. at all. Dabo. Um No, it wasn't Dabo. <laughs> Billy. So, kid wants to enter the port. Good player. Uh-huh. Different coach than what recruited him. Okay. Fine. Okay. So, I want to look at my options. Okay. So, he looks at all of his options, never goes on the portal, just right. kind of looks around. Right. Decides that the school that he's at mm-hmm. is probably the best choice for his career long term. Not right now, but mm-hmm. long term. Okay. In the portal, kid gets 30, 40 grand a month. Okay. Okay. That's what his market would be. So it's only fair to go, hey, I want to stay, but can y'all, you know, do something here? Like, I, I'm going to stay. I'm not going to leverage you. I'm going to well, be you a are, good guy. I'm just I'm getting leveraged with the setup here. No, no, okay. no, because I could easily leave and be a starter next year. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to believe what you're telling me. Okay. So, right, well, again, so it's pro football. You want a contract, you want to renegotiate your contract. Okay, fine. Yeah. He, the kid really doesn't have one because he really wasn't NIL, wasn't that when he was recruiting? Okay, right. Man. Well, decide what you want. It's do you like want to stay or do you not? They act like they're giving him the world when they give him a couple thousand bucks a month. Right. Well, the- and it, it just like take care. we y'all talked about it with ETN. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's we're we're buying other people's property before we take care of our own. Right. And it, it's like, yeah. If y'all want, if, if you want to know, just what, like pro sports. But <laughs> if you want to know what George is doing, if you want to know what these guys are doing. And they're, they're winning. They're they can, they, active, they, though, yeah, Jeff. They yeah. don't have the turnover because they go to their guys. And, and I don't know if Florida is. I have no idea. But they're proactive with these guys. Mm-hmm. And I think Florida actually It's easy is, to be but. proactive with winners. What losers down there that are going five and seven well, deserve say, raises? I would say that you— Graham Mertz, that's it. It's the only raise I'm giving, boys. See you next year. <laughs> okay, well, if that's the case— And he probably it, got uh, one because he's yeah, coming back. Yeah. And, and if that's the case, then that's fine because Billy Napier is putting his future on what his evaluations yeah, are. Okay, yeah. we've got about that clock's doomsday clock's ticking I on agree. that one, I agree, way. but I think as a coach, even on a five and seven team, you got to be able to evaluate these ten guys are probably— You do, but play. It, what happens, too, when you become five—you know— Listen, I do, I'm only not way out of it for Florida is for some big, uh, deep pocket come in and go live tour on college football. It's the only thing that would save Florida. You need a live tour mentality. What are they offering you a million? We'll give you seven. Yeah, that's what, the problem. That's it. Yeah. That's the only way that Florida is going to get it back. It's I, the I, only way. For I mean, with this coach, with I don't. I'm not saying situation. that I like the current setup, but it's where we're at. Right. And, no, I and, hear you. And, and it's like it. It's going to be here for a long time. I'm not time. against these kids getting as much money as they I can. Know, I really I know not. You're not. It's a different thing, but we got to have some sort of, you know, or the fans, which we always scream for fans' rights. We're getting screwed by college football more than any other sport. Oh, no doubt. Because there's a structure to no the doubt. other sports that we can make a decision on. No, the- I hear what you're saying. I'm yeah. definitely not arguing that cold contract thing. I, I just, <clears throat> I don't know, man. It's just, it, it, it they got to figure this thing out. And it's one of those subjects that it's, just kind of dirty yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah, the whole sure. thing is just yeah. dirty right now. Right. And you, it, unfortunately, we have to talk about this crap all and the time. And it's dirty in a different way, but it's been dirty forever. It's been dirty forever. So let's not lose sight and of that. And my, my sure. rant on Dabo is not on Dabo. It's on college right. football. I hear I, I ju- It's just like, guys, come on. Yeah. I mean, I hear this crap. If y'all, if y'all had any idea the number of times that a kid is committed and the next day that coach was fired and that kid was told, well, you signed. Yeah. No, I hear you. I, I get I get all that. I think the, 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 we went what well, we swung the pendulum too far. 
Agreed. It was way no, too agree. against the kids, and we went from having money to go on dates and not having to work and yeah. all this to making them pro football players and paying them seven figures. And it there's just also not another sport in the world where there's a bigger difference in the top and the bottom because there are kids in that locker room, probably yeah. half the kids in that locker room, not getting a penny. Yeah, right. Yeah. And the good schools, the smart ones, are dividing it up. You know, that's something else Georgia has done to a certain degree. Anyway, um, there's no doubt that the schools that win have figured this out. I have one more. Yeah, for sure. And that's why they keep winning. And we'll keep winning while yeah. the five and seven teams of the world aren't going to get better. They're only going to get worse because a lot of those teams that are doing it right and keep winning, they have to play every year. It is an abject disaster don't, don't you of, feel a, like, of a task in front of. But of, don't you feel like with this rule, is it should be easier to build if your you program? If you pay. Yeah, if you go live tour and, and and pay four times the market value, you could turn it around in one year. If there were a billionaire out there, a diehard, tried and true billionaire, they gathered the right forces, and for the twenty twenty five class, guess what? Or for this year's portal, tell me what they're offering. I'll give you four times more. Tick 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 tick. tick. Although That's so weird. Although A and M did that. Yeah, how that did yeah. for them? That's so weird to well, me they, though to think about a bunch of guys sitting around. Not to that effect. No, that that, they, they tried to do that, but no. A and M bought the number one recruiting class. No, they, yeah, yeah. And now I'm, talking, all I'm going a lot further. Yeah, he's than going, that. He's saying I'm going further than he's that. Saying, Go get Bezos to give <laughs> yeah. away shares of Amazon. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, no, I, it's weird to me. The whole thing's weird. To your point earlier, is that what we're talking about is a bunch of guys throwing a bunch of money into something they're never going to get anything out of. Right. Outside of just entertainment, there's yeah. no ROI on this. Maybe we're better, not shooting maybe commercials outside. Right. Like NFL. To your point. NFL owners reap the windfall. That's right. That's right. And, and I mean, so the university should be doing it. A university should be allowed to just, okay, we got to sell the cap. That's the argument. Yeah. That, that's the right argument. Yeah. If you want to take the university system and put a salary cap together, yeah. okay, fine. But right now, we're just asking who's got the richest alumni that want to give money away. All right. Before we run out of time, I, I do have a, I want to circle back. I do have a Trevor yeah. question. And I'm just wondering is any part of your enterprise uh, include. Um, Working, playing through injury, or the analysis of injury, or yeah. how what to expect if certain body parts. You know, obviously, oh, gosh, yes. you're not going to have a guy come in and wrap him on the leg and say, "Okay, no. take now your drop be back." Tough. But no. but but left foot versus right foot if you're a quarterback. And so, Trevor, it's what right ankle, right? So right. that's the it's push right off ankle. ankle. Yep. Um, what do we be wary of? What what do you guard against? And and is that not something you can coach because it's just no? It so, is. It is. There's ways like I mean. <clears throat> You can't get your hip all the way through if your ankle can't turn all the way over, right? I mean, it's just physically Are we talking impossible. about sailing passes? Or? We're talking about just not getting full rotation, mm-hmm. right? Because you want your hip getting all the way through. So, I mean, he's probably going to have to play a little bit more off of his front hip, and I'm getting into technicalities. But to your bigger question is, you do kind of know if this is hurt. Uh, here's the treatment method. Here's what we're trying to do. But here are the ways mechanically that we're going to have to overcome the fact that you're used to hitting a decel or a stop at this point, but your right hip's not going to fire as aggressively. Because your your ankle can't turn over, so we're gonna have to almost lock that front hip a little bit sooner. Can you figure that out between Wednesday's practice and Sunday's game? You figure that out in thirty minutes. Okay, with a guy that talented, yeah, just yes. kind of just it's like, like yeah. You know, there's a lot of I find a lot of comparisons with the golf swing. No doubt, if something's not working. I'm gonna make this a little adjustment today because my my back's hurt. Maybe or, you don't hit it as far as you did. Maybe you're 15 yards shorter, but yeah. it you're still able to play. Yeah, yep. Or they roll back your golf ball. One or the other. Yeah. That's true. Maybe we roll. Danny, it's great to see you, my friend. You too. Good you stuff. Too. Yeah, Appreciate you always. Danny Thompson. Run, run, get out of here. Run. <laughs> I'll talk to him in the break. Friday, the five, drill. Friday five pack is next. Oh, there it is. My hands are shaking. Uh, <laughs> I've suddenly fallen into a deep, dark hole, and I can't get out. I feel like I'm the, like the Florida Gator football program. I like. I feel the need to 
study lessons when it's the NFL. It's such more of a crapshoot. Like, college, I think you can find some angles to some games. Now, that being said, I've done worse in college than I have in the NFL, so maybe I'm just like a a poo-flinging monkey and just put some on my hand and I'll throw it and hopefully it hits a winner. We've got our friend, uh, uh, the cat. Uh, Shark Coatings brings you the cat. I always need him to uh, join us so he can tell me. All right, so actually I remember Dan is minus two, cat is plus two, and I am plus seven? Yes. Correct. That is correct. We're pretty much all NFL. Cat is begged and pleaded that we include the Monday night game. We this have week, allowed it, which tells us that obviously there's some Monday nighter you love, and we we're may just, jump on it in front of you, yeah. Cat, because you go third this week. He's actually second. Oh, you're second. Whoa, 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 you're, wait, second. Wait, wait, you're second. You're second. You're second. Settle, Settle down. down. Settle Relax. Wait, how does it? I, you don't go from third to first. You no. Move up, Goes moves up one third. spot. Go, yeah, right. You go third. You go first third. to third. Next to second week to first. you're first. Correct. And I'll go to third. And yeah. I'll, and I'll move knows. to second. Yes. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Thanks for texting back last night. Well, we wanted to keep you nervous. You know, we get, you're you're in a panic right now. I'm the one that took I'm the hit here. Game. I'm the one that took the hit here because we had some sort of uh, mistake, and I went from second to third. So I'll go back to second. I'm gonna have to wait longer than y'all. So don't, <laughs> no complaints. No complaints. By, by, by the I way, by the no fault of mine. Yeah. I would also add. All right. Here we go. I love the gamesmanship, guys. I love the gamesmanship. All not about texting it. back. All right, I, so I get to go first, and I'm going to start things off. You know where we're at. At, at stake is a wheel spin. It's mm. <sighs> a little piece of your soul. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go going right straight to the home team. I'm taking the Jags plus the three. Okay. Wow. Yeah. How about that? All righty. All righty. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm going to I'm going to do this one because I it's, I think one of you guys will take it, and I have a – a special, special reason to take this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think either of you guys even knows a player on the team. Okay. Um, but I do. Okay. Uh, shout out to the, the, the Zatellos out there. Yeah. Tommy Zatello, number 11 mm-hmm. for our Army Black Knights. Yeah. Is going to lead Army to a victory by over three points, hopefully. But I'm, I'm, going, with, I'm going with my family, the Zatellos, and Army. Minus three. A favorite. Right off the jump, guys. Throwing a curveball at you. Well, I really am shocked that Dan didn't go Army. Mm-mm. He picked up last week. Doc Murphy yesterday guaranteed a double-digit victory. I was going to snag Army there, so I wish you had waited. I- mm-hmm. All right, I got a couple of games I like here. I got a formula game. We'll see if it works. Mm-hmm. Bears played Detroit really tough in Detroit, did yes. they not? Yes. Now they come home and they face them. All right, they open a four-and-a-half-point underdog. Mm-hmm. Um, only 31% of the of the betting public is on Chicago, and now you're only getting three. It tells me Vegas wants more of that money on Detroit, so I will take the three and a half points that the Lions are getting right now. Lions, I mean, uh, that the Bears are getting right now. Bears plus three and a half at home. I think it moved to three. Nope, I'm on bet. Oh. I'm on my bookie right now. Dan, would you take a peek real quick, I trust please? You. Okay. Yeah, plus three and a half. It is bounced around back and forth between the two, so. Uh, in fairness there. And you know what? I don't get to do it a lot. Atlanta went to Tampa and won earlier uh, this year. They have found a way to, to win ugly when they need to. And laying just a point and a half, I'm going to take the Falcons minus one and a half. Because they've never broken my heart, ever. They've never let me down. <laughs> I love it. All right, back to, back to me. I am uh, – look, do you guys have any idea who the uh, – the longest active winning streaks in the NFL are the top the three teams with the longest active winning. Yeah, there's streaks. three teams that had five game winning streaks, including the Jags. No, no, no. Well, we just lost. The current longest. Oh, current? No, I don't know. Dolphins, maybe. It's 49ers and Cowboys. Mm-hmm. They both have four. Mm-hmm. And Minshew Mania. The Colts are four in a row on a win streak. So give me the Colts 
plus two. Listen, the Bengals, they're still they're still gleaming off of that that feel they got here. They stole the game. Colts, Minshew's going into Cincy, and he's going to win. Give me the Colts at plus two. Dan for two. J-U. I, like I like the Niners to continue their dominance over and Seattle, and I'll lay the ten and a half. I think the Niners keep rolling, and they get to five wins in a row. Okay. Big I'm, line. And then I'm going to go. I'm banking on I'm I'm just banking on them. I'm banking on Trevor playing, man. Because I take the over also. Yeah, it's thirty-one and a half. Okay. Is that what it is? Um, let me tell you exactly. You tell me the over because it's been fluctuating a little bit, and if it goes up, I'm. I, mean, uh, I can't get thirty-two a, and a half. Yeah, I'll I'll take that. Okay. I can't get a nineteen seventeen game. Come on. Yeah, Trevor plays. Come on. Yeah, I. I, mean, the, the, I like that, too. I looked the, at the, it. I just don't trust it. The Jags have scored 90 points in the last three weeks. The, yeah. I'm going to go. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah, I'm going to go with my a. Huh? Oh, my turn. Okay, my good, turn. good. I'm glad I didn't <laughs> blurt it out. I didn't want to hand you the winner that I have lined up. My, my turn. But, hey, uh, real quick, Dan, I love that you, your first two picks are Jags uh, because when you pick the Jags, the Jags have won this year. I've done okay so, with them, yeah. Hoping that keeps going. All right. Um, I think Maybe next year pick the Gators more than five times. <laughs> I think this game uh, is ripe for a Cowboy collapse. Uh, Cowboys <laughs> yeah. got the Eagles at home Sunday night. The Eagles are a three, three-and-a-half-point dog. Um, yeah, give me the Eagles to step back up and show the Cowboys that the Eagles are the leader of the NFC East. Give me Eagles plus three-and-a-half. You know, it's amazing. Your last two picks, I, I would go opposite on. I have the opposites written down, but you know what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to do that. Then I'd be doubly wrong. I mean, if my pick does come through on that, you lose both games anyway. That's enough for me, Kat. So I'm going to instead <laughs> uh, stay away from those. I'm going to take a home dog at home. Uh, a home dog at home. I'm going to take a home dog with a terrible quarterback to beat a road favorite with a really, really, really good quarterback. And I, I think that C.J. Stroud runs into some rookie confusion at the Jets this weekend. And uh, I, it's hard to imagine getting a bump from uh, Zach Wilson returning, but I do think it starts to feel a little more normal in New York. So, I can Houston win the game? Sure they can. They also proved uh, capable of losing at Carolina earlier this year, and it's just those three and a half points, man. That three and a half, it's the hook. I'm I'm getting I'm getting drawn in by the hook, and perhaps it'll cost me, but I'm going to You're going to give me a three and a half point home dog. Um I'm going to take them. And I'm going to go with the uh, blind uh, squirrel always finds an acorn now and then. And I'm going to lay money on the coach that I least trust in the entire NFL. Wow. I'm going to take the Chargers minus two and a half at home against uh, Russ and the Broncos. So give me LAC minus two and a half. Well, Jeffrey, you literally just took my next two picks. Oh, wow. Good. Wow. I like that. I've done that in the past. It's worked, so. I mean, listen, there's only there's limited games to pick from, so we're going to Yeah, you're going to have to eventually, we're, we're, we almost should make an addendum rule that you have to play at least one total. Cat hates the totals. Have you noticed that, Hick? Uh-huh. I don't think hate he's played three totals in three years. Hate him. Hate him. Um, dang it. Dang it. Literally, I had I had the Jets. I, I, again, I agree with you. I, I don't think C.J. Stroud. Anyway, whatever. Um and you took the charges. That was my next one, too. All right, let's do this. Uh, look, I think Jameis Winston is playing to defend FSU. Uh, the Saints and the Panthers, 
Give me the Saints. I know it's, it's a five point minus five. I'm picking a favorite here, but you're going to have to these days. Saints at home. Give me them minus five against the Panthers. Dan O for two. Okay, I got to be honest, Jeff. Okay, um, honesty's good. I was in the Bahamas truth, there for truth. a minute. Okay, if you say somebody and something he picked, I'll just tell you quick. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> With Gene Smith on us. I wasn't listening to a damn thing. You see scurrying right now. I think we're picking each other's picks because of the limited games, and guys are guys are scurrying, hey, Jeff, scuffling. Yeah. Hey, Jeff, Jeff, we now know how BWR feels every day. Yeah, yeah. so she mm. would confirm that. <laughs> um, I will take the Chargers Denver over 44. Hey, hold on. Let me just – I think that sounds right because I was just looking at when I took the Chargers, and um, over 44 is correct. And I have one more? Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the Rams plus seven and a half okay. at Baltimore. All right. All righty. My turn. Um, I, guys, you follow this stuff and know the news more than I do. I don't understand this. Uh, Patrick Mahomes at home. This line is moving down. Yeah. It was one and a half last night. It's minus one today. You're telling me the Chiefs can't beat the Bills at home? It's actually up to two. It's two on my bookie, just Ooh. before you go too much Ooh. further. But, yeah, that's. Oh. What the hell? Why are these lines different on different sites? I don't know. I got to um, go by my bookie, though. We're contractually obligated. Okay. Hey, that is the sponsor. I, I love, on. by the way, there's no college. I'm not having to go back and forth, control yeah. F, all this nonsense. There's only one college game from, tomorrow. There's no, he, like, yeah. playoff things on yeah, FCS playoffs. But there are no lines. I know. There, I wonder, there usually are. Yeah, maybe well, there I looked is. on a couple sites. I didn't see oh. any, so I was like, yeah, I'm not Yeah, because you're going. right. We, I can remember us playing FCS yeah. in the past. Yeah, like Georgia Southern against or North yeah. Dakota State. Yeah. yeah. James Madison's, and well, they moved up, but yeah. I'll have to look at them next week. Um... Yeah, but the Chiefs. Okay, fine. Two points. You're telling me Patrick Mahomes can't beat the Bills at home by yeah. three points? I know. That's a Give weird me one. The Chiefs. That's Give a weird Chiefs. one where the money it's not moving the way the money is either. That's a weird yeah. one. Yeah. Chiefs. I'll get it. Uh my, minus two. Yeah, minus two over the Bills. All right, my last pick. I'm gonna I'm I've had terrible luck with the with I, I here are the choices, okay? I really like the Bengals given two. I, I just I don't want to do this whole I, I, I'm protecting a lead here. I don't want to lose two in one fell swoop. I'm going to have to work harder than that. So, I'm not going to take that game. I, I also, I like the Cowboys laying the three and a half. They've been so good at home, and their average margin of victory has been, you know, through the roof. Now, Seattle played with them the other day, but I tell you what I do trust. I do trust Dallas and Philly going over 51 and a half. Mm-hmm. I could see a 35-31 here just real quick. Both mm-hmm. these teams mm-hmm. had... You know, this is an MVP battle. Now, that being said, you watch. They'll play 2013 a defensive <laughs> a matchup. But uh, just give me something to root for. We always like, it's the sucker play. You root for the points. Yeah. But I'll take the Cowboys-Eagles over 51 and a half. And there we are in the books. I'm plus seven. Cats plus two. Dan's minus two. He'll get it posted. That's this week's uh, five Thank you, Cat. Thank as you, always, Shark Coatings. As always, Cat, good luck, but not too good. Yeah. Go, Jack. All right. There, there he goes. goes. Let's uh, take a quick timeout. We're back on a Green for Life Friday. All right, you know what that music hey! means? Yeah, it's busy out there today. They're, they're busy. So we got a drill speed traveler brought to you by Catlin Truck Accessories. They got radar detection and more there, but we got an army of Gookins out there protecting one another. So if you see it, you tell us, we get the word out. Uh, had you earlier, Southside and JTV, the Southside Connector this morning. We also got 95 South at Zoo Parkway. That tells me um, just about everywhere. So here's an idea. Keep those speeds down. Keep the city streets safe and keep that cash in your pocket. So speak, Drapler, brought to you by Catlin Truck Accessories. I, 
I saw the, what am I missing with this this story? Or I saw this story. Is it just now coming to light what Sean McDermott said in in 2019? Yes. How did it come to light? Did one of the uh, players mention it? No, a, a journalist was working on a story on McDermott, uh-huh. a lengthy him as a coach, as a head coach, and in talking to people, found out about this negative thing that he had in done. In 2019, he was trying to inspire his players mm-hmm. um, and says he now and, and says that he regrets mentioning 9-11 in a training camp talk, immediately apologize. Well, I don't think mentioning 9-11 and the fortitude that, that that date means for so many people is necessarily the problem. You see, the problem was that he corresponded the uh, coordination and the wherewithal and the communication that you need as a football team uh, to that of the terrorists. McDermott told players in a speech to come together and use the terrorists on 9-11 as an example, asking players in the room questions about how the attacks were executed, referencing the hijackers getting in on the same page. Multiple players who were with the team at the time confirmed the story. Um, listen, coaches reach. You know, I, I'm not going to pull this American card. It's just a dumb way to try and get through. When asked why he mentioned 9-11 and whether hijackers were spef- uh, specifically referenced, McDermott said it was mentioning 911 in the context of the team meeting. The goal of the team meeting was the importance of communication being on the same uh, page as a team. Um, said he immediately regretted it, though, realized that, yeah, that probably wasn't the right message to send. Uh, McDermott, who spoke with the media in an unscheduled news conference after this news broke, and uh, thanks, Dan, for like letting us know how that exactly popped up yesterday, said he made the reference during the meeting for, quote, awareness around a horrific event more than anything in a situation that I lost, as I mentioned, a family friend. Yeah, but talk about how the first sure, responders right, came correct. together as a that's, team that's and, right. and risked right. their lives 100%. by climbing up towers, you dumbass. It's just weird. I mean, that's one of the worst things, and I'm not saying he should be fired over it or yeah. anything like no, that, but you. clearly as his season unravels and the yeah. Buffalo Bills are much better than a 6-6 six and six football team, now you're calling into question what type of head coach is this guy because – He's had Josh Allen, and he's wasting them, and he's and they're not winning. And he took over the defensive signals this year, and it might be too much for him mm. as Buffalo. Big game struggles. for them this week. They're yeah. at Kansas City. This is do or die. Now, Pretty I've, much. I've already, I've kind of proclaimed them dead too far back to come back earlier, but now you know Pittsburgh's dropped a couple in a row. They were pitiful last. That's pitiful effort by Pittsburgh, by the way. And at some point, I start to lean into the Tomlin haters camp. And only I will never hate Mike Tomlin. I appreciate what he's done. He's a good coach, but er- everything runs its course, and you just need a new voice, a new direction. You feel me? I mean, you you fall behind twenty one three to a team that couldn't score a point last week. You rally back to twenty one eighteen. You're moving the ball with two minutes to go. You got it at midfield, third and two, and you throw fly pattern right to Pickens incomplete. And on fourth and two, you throw a bomb left sideline to Deontay Johnson. Yeah, what is that? I mean, you I got you got a good running game. You got screen games been working. Run a slant. You got a good a, a good a tight end. Run him and turn him around. Anything but what you did. Right. And 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 the Steelers set an NFL record. They're the first team ever with their record over five hundred to lose back to back weeks to teams that were like eight under five hundred or Here's worse. The problem: the Steelers. They lost at home back to back to the Cardinals and now the Patriots. Bees. The Steelers are coming back to. Uh coming back to the pack because they're not good. They're they're minus point differential minus all year. Minus 40, I think. Yeah. It's a lot. I, so they're no good. And that's the and and so and it, but it's hard as a Steeler fan when you're 7 and 4 and you got these lousy teams coming up. 
you got a chance to make hay, and instead you go backwards. And now, as I think we talked about a little bit yesterday, I feel like these teams. I think you're. I think you're right. I think we have a lot of seven and five teams after this. A lot of seven and six after this. Seven weekend. and six. The Steelers have blown it with Arizona. Uh, and New England. Back-to-back at home, both at games. Home. Now they got to go to Indy. Then they got Cincinnati, tough games, at Seattle, at Baltimore. They play themselves right out of it, dude. They're, they're, they're they should have got to 9-4. and four. It should have been like DEFCON 1. been fine, right. Here's the problem, too. By the way, if they get to 9-4, and four, they're in the division race. I mean, you can't lose those two games at home. You're not a playoff team. I would predict they finished sub-500 after I would watching what I did. I would agree. You know. Um, and Kenny Pickett getting back ain't going to be like he, the listen, what these, Trubisky was. Terrible. Yeah, they should have. I don't know why he wouldn't go Mason Rudolph, really. I really don't. What happened to him? Did he die? If he's still on the team, he should play. He's played me- meaningful games in the past. I mean, terrible. The dude. Pittsburgh Steelers right now, though, are there the poster child in the current NFL for my, for, for, you know, for my mantra. NFL teams don't get better. They get better quarterbacks, and they've set themselves back with this picket experiment. It's not worked. They need a better quarterback. Yeah. Say the same thing about the Falcons. Now, they may, just by the terrible division they're in, they may ultimately survive and win the division much like the Jags did a year ago. But the quarterback situation is terrible. There are quarterback situations that are no bueno. Tampa does not have a good quarterback situation. Um, There's a bunch of them out there. Now, with all that said, can I ask you a question? Yeah. What in the heck, what in the heck were the Patriots thinking? Winning. Don't win. Yeah. I wonder. like the Giants. The Giants have been winning. What are you doing, man? I, it's, I think it's hard to tell these dudes don't is. win. I mean, what are they supposed to do? You make the roster work. I guess it, the, the bigger – I put more on it rather than don't win. is Steelers, that is so utterly pathetic. They didn't score a point. By the way, the Chargers aren't exactly the best defense in the league. Yeah. It's like the Chargers are on some, you know, 2,000 Ravens run of dominance. You got shut out at home. I believe the Patriots have been shut out twice at home this year. That's unfathomable in the NFL. And and before before halftime, it was 21-3. Yeah. And by the way, wasn't because it wasn't all because of sudden change. They had one sudden change. But for the most part, you let Bailey Zappi and Juju Smith-Schuster. I tell you what. And it, Ezekiel Elliott drive you down the field. The interesting thing is going to be draft talk. The interesting thing is going to be the Chicago Bears. Because they are going to have the first overall pick. Yeah, what do they do with Fields? I stay with Fields. I, I, I'm I think start, you have to. I'm getting into that camp. Get, you got to build around. They but, need a line. But I'm telling you, man, if you think Caleb Williams is better than Justin I Fields, don't. you take him. Yeah, I don't know if I do. I've lost some faith in Caleb That's Williams. That's fine. I hear you. I'm I, just telling I'm you. I'm not making the decision. You're, gonna, you're talking about an organization. Hey. Here's a point. They're going to sit yeah. there and they're going to say, they took this guy when they if one of these quarterbacks from the next draft yeah. emerges. Yeah, I I, I wouldn't this is do the it. The team that took Trubisky. I, that's what I was going to say. You're talking about a team. I don't, they're probably not run by the same guys. No, in fairness, I'm sure. But you are talking about a team that took Mitch Trubisky over. Mitch Trubisky traded up to take Mitch Trubisky over Patrick Mahomes. The Chicago Bears uh, uh, have the Carolina's first pick. Carolina's one and eleven. They're not going to. They might win one more. New England's three and ten. Arizona's three and ten. They're two and three. I guess New England didn't get hurt as badly by because Arizona that's another won. one that they're another classic need a quarterback team. New England desperately needs a quarterback. Arizona, they got to make a Pitts, decision. I will put the desperation on Pittsburgh. If you Kenny Pickett has borrowed time, he's the Billy Napier of quarterbacks. <laughs> I'll do stuff every now and then. Good enough. He's probably a nice man. Yeah, but he ain't good enough in that division with Burrow yeah. and Lamar. Yeah, you gonna try out Kenny Pickett and Mike Tomlin to beat him year to year? Nah. Oh. 
904. That's our cue. Let's uh, come back on the other side. You're listening uh, to The Drill. It's a GFL Friday. I got a pest of the day when we return. All right, the official home builders of the Jacksonville Jaguars since 2014, DreamFinders Homes. Jeff, wouldn't you start Joe Flacco tomorrow over Dorian Thompson-Robinson? I mean, you don't need to find out much about DTR because your guy's Deshaun Watson, so why not go with the guy? I would go. I'm still trying to make the playoffs here. Yeah. I'm not far from out of it. So, yeah, if I'm the Browns, I'm, I'm starting Flacco, but there's no good answer. Yeah. You know, maybe DTR on a rainy day can can create with it. He hasn't really been running, though. You know, it's not like he's made this big no. Im- impact running the football. It's harder in the NFL. Is Joe Flacco enough to get you to the postseason? He's 38 years old. I don't think so. Their offense is really beat up. Obviously, they lost Nick Chubb, right? Um, it'll be interesting. They they did not play particularly well out in L.A. Um, they gave up 36 points, but they're much better at home. At, at home, I, I ran it off. At home, the Ravens yeah. got them for 28. Everyone else, it's like even the Niners scored 17. That's a bunch of threes and zeros and a 10. I mean, they literally at home are giving up probably – Nine points a game, maybe less. Mm-hmm. Here, I'll do the quick math for you. Okay. As you continue with your. Uh... Amari Cooper was in pro- uh, concussion protocol last week. They have no Nick Chubb and Deshaun right. Watson. It, this is a game you got to win. As good as, even with them being good at home, you got to go win this game. Yeah. The Jags okay. need to go win. Uh, let's see. They've given, uh, let me do this right. Uh, hmm. Three, they gave up six in their first two games. Uh, 34 and 17 is 50. Four starting quarterbacks for the Browns. That's only the third time since 1950. Uh, but uh, they're giving up 10, 10 points a game at home, Dan. Yeah. That's it. 10 yeah. a game. That's why you got that low over-under part of the reason yeah. why. Yeah. That and the Trevor's. And Trevor's availability. Right, availability, which, I, I, you know, again, gosh, I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but it sure seems like he's playing. Yeah. You know, I like to look at these numbers and and in the AFC playoff picture, these probabilities, and the Jaguars are 95% making the playoffs, okay? Yeah. The teams ahead of them, Kansas City, Baltimore, and Miami are all 99%. Okay. Jaguars have fallen to 75% in terms of clinching the division. Uh, the team that favored to get the bye right now is Miami at 37%, Baltimore 35%, Kansas City 22%, Jacksonville just 6%. Uh, to make the Super Bowl, you're saying we have a chance. 7% for the Jags. It 20- was up to like, it was higher than that before like the 15, Bengals. But it's not much, right? Well, it is because seven, that when when, you, when you're including seven or eight teams in your projection, 7% is not that terrible. Yeah. Like, who's the who's the favorite? To what? To go to the Super, uh, the Super Bowl percentages. Super Bowl percentages? Dolphins. Like, what 32. are they? 32? Yeah. Oh, my God. If you think the Dolphins have a 32% chance to go into the Super Bowl, then just oh come on down here and buy my vehicle for $800,000. Oh. Give me what, – what if what has happened with the Dolphins all of a sudden? What? Why is this reversal? We've seen the Dolphins play three good teams. We've seen them get just stink-fished all three times. Yeah. And they've beaten up all the bad teams. How can anyone believe in Miami as the Super Bowl team? I would take – I would take a lot of teams. That, now, look, the Jags aren't the ones that I would argue. We don't have the the the, the street cred either. Right. I'll take the Ravens over the Dolphins. I'll take the Chiefs over the Dolphins. I'll take the Bills over the Dolphins. I take the Bengals. Oh, I yeah, I'm not buying that, man. Yeah, that'd be interesting. They Dolphins have a couple tough ones coming up here later on in the season, so uh, we'll see how it all 
works out. Since 2014, one official home builder of the Jags, that's DreamFinders. They have quality built homes, speedy move-in process, 20-plus communities in the best locations in Northeast Florida. DreamFinders Homes is everywhere you want to live. If you're a first-time or want to be a first-time homeowner, I suggest you go to DreamFindersHomes.com, get a move-in ready home, and step up your game. But they'll work with you. They'll help you. Go go through, navigate with them, and see if that's something that you're able to do. They're, they're there to help. DreamFindersHomes.com for all your move-in ready homes. All right, I'm going to offer up today's uh, pest of the day. It's brought to you by Mission Pest Please Solutions. Do. Listen, Googans, they want to hook you up. want to make you part of the Drill Mission Pest Solutions family as well. So for the remainder of this month, when you call 904-944-PEST, first you'll speak directly with the owners, veteran and locally owned and operated, but you're going to get that initial pest service for free. It's $250 value. You're going to get it absolutely free. Find out what Mission Pest Solutions is all about, and then they'll be your trusted go-to for, well, the rest of your life. That's how it works. So, again, 904-944-PEST. It, set it up. Tell them you're calling from 1010XL. You heard it on 1010XL, and you're going to get a free initial pest service, a $250 value. That's $250 more that you can spend this holiday season. I, I couldn't narrow it down, Dan. Okay. The cacophony of voices that are commenting on the decision. A cacophony, the, if you the will. The decision itself, the state of a game that I truly love. So I'll just chalk it up. To professional golf, you're my pest of the day. Okay, John Rom, you're my pest of the day. You're a you're just a dirty hypocrite like the rest of them. You sat on that high horse and talked about legacy and competing for history, and at the end of the day, you just turned and grabbed the money like everyone else. Yet I can't blame you, John Rom. So you're not the pest of the day. The pest of the day is the PGA Tour. Oh, for announcing an agreement that hadn't yet passed. Yeah, and just go ahead and sending the message to your players. Hey. Not only do we cut this without telling you, mm-hmm. but it's okay for us to take the billions of dollars, but don't you go get any. Well, you know, the hot rumor now is that Rom is going to poach a couple tour guys yeah. for his team. Yeah, good. Go the take them. I see are uh, Tony Finau and Tyrell Hatton. Okay, well, and, and part of my don't give a blank yeah. is that I'm not watching the If they play 54 with a mariachi band in shorts, I'm not watching. That's fine. Anyway, I'm not going to watch multimillionaires play for their $4 million skins game. Right. I'm not doing it, you yeah. jackasses. Yeah. be one thing I, if they were putting their own money in. I'm watching real <laughs> sports, man, with real athletes that grind and care. Not you silver spoon. <laughs> okay, well, I'm not done. Well, I, I can't really be mad at, at, at PGA Tour. They're no. trying to do anything to okay. save their tour, which All takes right. me back to the initial live tour move movement but gosh i've already killed them so now i'll just turn my attention to, i'm also tired of you soap boxers okay okay I, I i i'll give a listen a flippant pest of the day here and there but those of you on the golf channel or at the golf magazines that think that you that you're dealing with like world hunger here just stop it already just stop with your you ready here's some headlines John John Rom quote sold his career in departing PGA for Live Golf. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. USA Today quote John Rom a hypocrite and sellout for jump to Live Golf. Um, eh. These dudes are going to play golf somewhere outside of the golf industry. No one cares, and golf fans don't care anymore either. You guys go play for all your money and crickets. And I hopefully you have a great young, you know, you have a great crowd and really grow the game in Adelaide and Singapore and all these other places don't matter to me and so if you're a foreign golfer right if you're John Rahm or some of these other guys I give it a little more pass in these silver spoon Escalade riding little spoiled brat 
PGA Tour pros. They can all GTH every one of those little little U.S. national golfers at every course in the country by the time they're 13. I got to listen to a group of players complain about not making enough money when they play for free four days that me and my buddies will pay five grand a piece just to go get to play. Y'all shut the hell up. You shut up. You're not even playing a sport, by the way. Golf officially is not a sport. Shut up. It's an activity. Activity. Shut the F up. That's the uh, pest today brought to you by Mission Pest Solutions. Here's the solution. Now between the end of the month, set up your initial pet service. It's going to be absolutely free if you tell them 1010XL sent you. Just call or text 904-944-PEST. So that's where I am. It's just sick. Dan, college football, we're going through the same thing. Yeah. It's money, 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 money. No one cares about legacy. No one cares about carving their slice of athletic history. They all just want to carve a slice of their 401k, man. Mm. And John Rom, you know, don't again go go. At least Rom is is honest from this standpoint. They may pay me more money, and I can't blame Rom because the PGA Tour botched it so badly, and that's not an opinion. And I hate to say it right here in the backyard, yeah. But when every one of your players says, "What the hell, Jay?" Yeah, I right. I, I get it. What do you mean we're doing what after we've sat here? So let me get this straight. I can't take that live money, and for our loyalty, this is what we get. Yeah. We have to corroborate with corroborate uh, cor- collaborate with them anyway, so the, just the whole thing makes me sick, and that's why it's the uh, pest of the day heading into a weekend where thankfully there's no pro golf on that I have to watch. E, what you got cooking? Oh, what I got cooking, man! It's that time of the year, man. Mm-hmm. Um, around December every year, I do uh, my my sock drive. Yeah. Now, uh, socks are the least donated but most requested item by the less fortunate. Mm-hmm. Earlier this year, I went ahead and made nothing but an E-thing official when I made it a foundation because mm-hmm. uh, I wanted to put more into it. Now, my mm-hmm. mission statement, obviously, is uh, the acts of goods and services for the community all while having a good time. So I launched a GoFundMe for people who's been asking who wanted to support my cause because, like I said, we take it for granted. We take small things for granted like socks underwear, deodorant, and some people, like, they really need that stuff. So my initiative is to uh, to get that word out there uh, with, with the sock drive. And what I turned it into was a, a sneaker gala. Now, Dan, you know I like to get suited and booted. You do. You, know you what I'm always I like good. to get suited and booted. And, and, and as I talk about this, I think of uh, Jeff when he wore that, that, that blue suit. You yes. feel me? Yes. That, that's the vibe I've been Dang, I was about. hot, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah. with, with that – I want people to throw on their sneakers right, and, and, and just come and enjoy a, a good time. So the, the sock drive is happening. Or the sneaker ball is happening January 6th. There's tickets on sale. But also the GoFundMe is out there. All you got to do is go to GoFundMe, mm-hmm. type in my name, Emmanuel Thaloran, mm-hmm. or type in Sock It, the number two me, Sock It to me, sneaker ball, and uh, you can get more information there. Uh, it's going down. It's a good time. I'm going to have dueling DJs. I'll have a live band. It's going to be a good time. Come vibe with your boy. I, I, he does a great job with that, and he's done it now for a few years. And, and, and uh, man, it's a, it's a, he's a man on a mission with that. So I, I'm going to uh, – I, I wasn't going to give – you know, I, I couldn't give Pest of a Day to a mama's love. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a cheap shot, though, from Trevor Etienne's mom. Yeah. Did you see what she texted? What she said. Um, or tweeted, I, I don't understand. I, I, I assume talking to the Florida program and the fans, I don't understand why you're so butthurt about losing RB2. But be blessed. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, okay, we get it. Well, in fairness, and this is the, the troll world that yeah. I live in, mm-hmm. you should never tweet at a no, – listen, I, I can be you. disappointed in ETN. I can say certain things like, you know, and I wasn't just talking about him, but, you know, when you go Gator forever, Tiger for life, I hate that. Well, you shouldn't tweet at 
those uh, they, they make their decisions. Yeah, that's fair. I agree. So she, I'm sure, got uh, protected her baby boy. Okay. So I, I get I it. Get, but that's I hear what I said. I'm not going to say yeah. mom was love. Just stay, I, no yeah. one can stay above the fray anymore. No. It'd be nice in social media if there were those that could stay above the fray and they could make their comments and they could make their posts. First of all, if I was famous, like if I were Trevor Lawrence's wife, right? Oh, what a dream! Uh, if I were Trevor, <laughs> if I were Trevor Lawrence's wife, I would not be on social media. I'm not going to listen to you backwoods Neanderthal losers never criticize say anything me. Nasty to that young lady. She's a lovely but young they lady. They do. Yeah, I, know. Know. I, I wouldn't be on there. Why am I going to subject myself to this? Uh, you know, part of the, you know, I don't know. That's a good question. Hey, one other thing mm-hmm. before we had a break, and this is a tragedy, and I just, but I wanted to pass it out and make people aware because my son plays baseball and uh, still, and kids play baseball, and I want kids to know this. And um, up in Gainesville, Georgia, there was a tragedy. This young man, his name is Jeremy Medina, and he was a really good baseball player at Gainesville High School okay. in Georgia. And, you know, the guys are in the batting cage, and he got whacked in the head. Uh, by a bat, you know, you got to pay attention when you're in there, man, because there's a lot of people, a lot of moving parts. He got hit in the head, and he died. Oh, my gosh. He died. And so um, his organs will be donated by his family. But, gosh, just if you're thinking about it, what a, you know, say a prayer for that family. And, and again, if if you're around baseball, and a lot of you are, and you're in batting cage, especially you young guys. It happens, man. Pay attention. It does happen. You know, when I was was 13, I was playing Babe Ruth Mm -hmm. baseball, Dan. Mm Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, baseball's 13 to 15, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'm playing Babe Ruth, and I'm, the, I'm like, in the hole. Right? There's a batter, there's a guy mm-hmm. on deck, and then mm-hmm. I would be up after that. Okay. And I, I don't know, I got distracted. I was, ta- I was looking back at the dugout, I got distracted, and I thought that the batter had already, like, walked and left, and the guy in the on-deck circle was walking up to the plate. So I turned to get into the, to the on-deck circle right as the dude with the donuts on the bat is doing that swing it over your mm-hmm. right shoulder, swing it over your left, swing it mm-hmm. over your right. And he hit me right in the eye, like right in the bone below the eye. I mean, I carried a big old pretty black eye for like Mm -hmm. three weeks on that thing. Mm -hmm. That bone right underneath. But I thought about how I thought later in life how lucky I was that it didn't hit me like right here on the bridge of the nose and kill me, or Or right in the temple and kill me. But I mean, that you that I mean, look, we talked about this the other day. Either it's a problem in this country, ain't enough quote men been punched in the face, face. so they know what a consequence Uh is, buddy. I've been punched in the face plenty. I'd had them all up for, uh-huh, to that uh-huh, one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. That's that um, thing came hard. That's tough. That's tough. And it, again, but, congr- but I, I don't mean to distract yeah. no. from your story, but no, yeah, it's yeah, just, it's again, just to emphasize. I just wanted to say, be careful when yeah. you're in the cages, man, yeah. or around the game, because yeah. bats and balls are, you know, can hurt you. Well, go, go ahead. ahead. I was just gonna say, I was just gonna change subjects as we go to break and say, congrats to St. Augustine High School too. The yeah. Yellow Jackets lost a, a heartbreaking game to Mainland yesterday. And you can watch the state championships. We have we, we got Mandarin at 3 and Bradford at 8 today. Okay, we did get 8 o'clock for I Bradford. Think that's what we got. So and they're on te- Yeah, you can watch them on Valley Sports. Unless, yeah. is there a Magic game tonight where we get screwed? <laughs> right. Like the Magic and Lightning will play tonight. Well, they won't put the game on. But at least ta- the early game will be on. Like I was talking to the luncher yesterday, and he has, I think he has DirecTV, and he couldn't find it because he loves the high school stuff. So, um, mm. he, so I don't know. The luncher was probably too busy celebrating uh, Tyrese Halliburton, even though his team lost, because Halliburton's from his hometown. He oh. thinks Halliburton's the next, you know, first he, he Hall might be, man. He's good. He, he's got that set shot, too. Boy, he's old school. Like, he shoots that three-point. He don't shoot uh-huh. jump shots, man. He gets right. that little hitch, little flick. Uh-huh, but, uh-huh. But, but, yeah, he was uh, money last night. And the, fir- the inaugural, I know you're all excited, but the inaugural uh, NBA Cup, we have our finalists, LeBron James and the Lakers. Who? 
against the Pacers and Tyrese Halliburton. It's Nobody a, comes up big in the cup like LeBron. It's the, it's the game's future versus its past, Halliburton versus LeBron. <laughs> All right, uh, this is unbelievable. One thing that I never thought we would become here mm-hmm. in our radio career is trusted advisors. Oh. But, man, we have thrown ourselves yeah. out there to steer you in the right direction with drill advice, and you just keep filling up our mailboxes from Callahan to Palm Coast. There are some issues out there, and we're going to try and straighten you out on a couple of them with, yeah. Plus, I've got a new celebrity relationship. Steer drill when we come back. A new celebrity relationship. Another one, as yeah. will it, as typical of me, annoy me. Maybe not. I don't know. Okay. Well, we'll explore that Maybe as not. Well. I need, um, I, I'm, I am down to cases basically – the playoffs have started for me in fantasy football through all my whining, my ups and downs. If I win this week, I'm in. Mm-hmm. I need Taylor Swift to get off my guy or or get on him. One of the two. Can you get him going? This is the drill. It's GFL Friday. Oh, here we go. Gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight, gonna grab some afternoon delight. My motto's always been, when it's right, it's right. Why wait until the middle of a cold, dark night? When everything's a little clearer in the light of day. And you know the night is always gonna be there anyway. Take it, take it ahead. A little too high. We should put up one octave too high. Too pitchy. Little pitchy. pitch. Little pitch. Uh, so there you go. We are ready to <laughs> set you up for the weekend that uh, will be. What do you got on the celebrity relationship front there? Well, as you know, our guy uh, Yellowstone, Kay Costner, recently got deed up. So he's oh, on did the, he? He's on the prowl. He's been looking hard, and he has landed. Oh, D'd up by, uh, he got divorced. Yeah, okay, I got yeah. divorced. So. I just learned what D'd up meant. Like, oh, yesterday. yeah. Okay, yeah. D'd up. He got D'd up, and he's landed um, with uh, with what some would say is a lovely bauble. Okay. He's got an earring. No. Oh. He's got a girl. Her name is a Jewel. Is a, a bauble is like an earring. Jewel. Okay, okay, guy. Oh. Her name is Jewel. Oh, the Jewel? The Jewel. I saw some story a while ago that they liked each other. Okay. Although then, I, and then I've also seen this Harrison Ford Reese Witherspoon. Are you aware of this one? No, Harrison's with Callista, man. Yeah, I don't know about for too much oh. longer, buddy. No way. Harrison's old, man. Eh, I don't know, dude. Oh, boy. Gosh, think God. Got, you think he's, you fancy these type, the faithful sorts, mm, do you? Yeah, Harrison's pretty So true. Costner and, and, and Jewel is significantly younger than Costner. Oh, yeah. But he's Costner, man. Is Jewel the one that has a snackle tooth? A little bit of a snackle tooth. Does she still have that? Hell of a singer, though. Very pretty. Yeah, she's got like one tooth that sticks out way out the wrong yeah. direction. Okay. Yeah. I like her personality, too. It's kind too. of a, I saw, kind of a, a sexy snackle tooth. Yeah, I think she's an attractive woman. Yeah. I, I, that's probably sounded worse than I intended it to. Yeah. All right, listen, gang. We understand you got issues. We have answers. It's a. It's part old wisdom. It's part... Jewel's 49, by it, the way. It's part... Yeah, Costner's 70-something. Um... You know, E.T. can bring in a different perspective as well. So, yes, it's deer drill as we answer some of the just oh, the, yeah. the burning questions. I'm surprised some of the messages y'all are getting into out here in such just a tight-knit community. It's brought to you by Pet Paradise. Again, this holiday season, Pet Paradise is partnering with Florida Urgent Rescue to find homes for four local pups in need. Check out the available dogs by going to Pet Paradise's website. Not only are four lovable dogs looking for a forever home, but each pup is also participating in Pet Paradise's 21-day dog training program, so they will arrive at their adopted home with a one-year wellness plan from New Day Veterinary Care. What a terrific little holiday edition. Uh, Wacky Wednesday is good through next week. 
And holiday reservations, very important. Make yours today. Okay. Here we go. Dear Drew, my wife is an active member of her church. I am a non-believer. It is, of course, her right to practice her religion and enjoy belonging to a community of like-minded people. The difficulty stems from the many hours spent every week above and beyond the services, such as prayer sessions, Bible study groups, etc. This guy is digging himself a spot in hell. Anyway, I've begun to resent her heavy involvement in church administration that has nothing to do with worship and the resulting lack of spontaneity in our relationship. To plan plan an activity or vacation, she needs at least two months' notice because of her never-ending self-imposed commitments. This has increased over the years. What do I do? Well, you're, you're married to a Christian who has a relationship <laughs> with God. <laughs> you're clearly not going to understand. I don't yeah, leave. Yeah. Or embrace. Yeah. Feel the freedom. I mean, do you, I like how you said, what did she say, like self-described or what? I mean, do you believe in George Washington? I don't know. I don't much know much of what your wife is going into discussing and, and, and studying is like factual history. She's not going to, you know. Greek mythology classes. So e, yeah. what you got? Here's what I say. Settle down and, or, or prepare for a lap in the lake of fire. That's mm-hmm. what I say. Mm-hmm. Well, the good Lord knows my heart. Yes. And the good Lord knows. <laughs> he needs a dirty girl. Woo! That's what he needs. That's fair. Uh, dear Drill. I'm, that's a new one. Um, yeah, d- you know, dear Drill. My wife's too good a person, and I'm an yeah. a-hole. Should yeah. I leave her? Yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> Dear Drew, my boyfriend and I were excited to go on an $11,000 Caribbean cruise. That's a lot of cash. Hope you're doing. It must be millennials. They'll go on these cruises now. Well, his Gen 20, Z. His 22-year-old son was not that enthusiastic. Okay. We invited him to join us Okay. Uh, for dinner, shows, play games, but the majority of the time he refused. Okay. The only time he'd join us was for events that were paid for in advance. Mm-hmm. He called his mom, his grandma, his girlfriend every night, but not once did he call his father's mother. To me, it sounds like he's not interested in his his daddy, his grandma, or me, for that matter. We arrived home from vacation. He bolted out the door, went to see his girlfriend, slept at his mom's house. What do I do to bring this family together? He's How old did you say? 22. 22? Yeah, listen, if, if he were eight, I'd take a little bit more active interest in yeah, this. Who cares? You turn it over to dad, you maybe pitch in with your advice here or there, and and you try not to let it bother you. It's pretty clear that in the whole split, before you got together with your current beau, he was on team mom in the whole deal, right? He, like he's I mean, he's on mom. team mom. You're uh-huh. not, the stepmom is going to come in and make him team dad. So I give him credit for at least not wasting the money and showing up to the prepaid stuff. He probably went on something they didn't even want to go on to begin with. And you're going, it's going to take a lot more time than, you know, blowing in and fixing it. Did you see who was in town yesterday? I did not. Well, I don't know. Who? Uh, visiting our friend Big Jake. Jake Juanera? Yeah. Oh, you're talking about Harbaugh? The, the Harbaugh, Harbaugh and the... Uh, Just to make sure. The other guy. Yeah, we're not to sign... Uh, the, uh, Moore? Sure. Shamar Moore? Yeah. Um, he's... Shout out, Jake. When, when is actual signing day? 20th, I think. Oh, the 20th? So yeah. there's still a little bit of time here. Uh, there, we're going to close the uh, the advice box. Hopefully that helps you oh, yeah. out there. Brought to you by uh, Pet Paradise and a Home for the Holidays promotion. Uh, free dog already trained uh, with a year's worth of wellness uh, plan from New Day Veterinary Care. These are all part of what I'm doing here is I'm telling you just among the many things that Pet Paradise does, including dog training, including veterinary care. Um, for all of your pet care providing needs, it's Pet Paradise. Holiday reservations, you better make them now. And Wacky Wednesdays gives us another week. You get $25 day of uh, day camp next to Wednesday at Pet Paradise. Go to PetParadise.com.
Now, the two-minute drill brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit tireoutlet.com slash careers. Equal opportunity employer. Morning, Tone. Good morning. Ready for a Friday? Yes, we are. Tommy Mack, I saw in the building. Tom McManus will be joining us. I think he's bringing Aaron Beasley with him at oh, some point yeah, this morning as well. Yeah, we saw Bees bopping around. I think they're doing a podcast. Yeah, uh, so we're going to have both of those guys in. Obviously, we'll get through our keys for how the Jags can beat the Cleveland Browns on Sunday mm-hmm. uh, as uh, each day goes by. And we can all become more and more confident that it looks like Trevor Lawrence is going to play. I think the confidence level is, how I feel. is yeah. big now. Right? Yeah. I mean, I think most people expect him to play. Yeah. Now we'll see what occurs today. After but today. He yeah. was limited yesterday. And once you get back on the field, that's. And who knows what happens with the flight, like any of that, if that has any impact on it. But mm-hmm. as of right now, yeah, I would expect Trevor Lawrence is going to give it a go. All right. Well, have a great show. Mike Thank and you. Tony. It's Jaguars today. It's coming up top of the hour. E. Now, today's takeaways, brought to you by Key Buick GMC, where our family dealership has been helping families buy vehicles for over 50 years. Jeff! Uh, my takeaway is be very, very careful or you'll wake up in 20 years and you'll be Nebraska circa mid-1990s. And this assumption that it, things can change in Florida without drastic change to me the the five star by the way is probably going to flip to Texas today the five star safety that seems to be the word from the on three moderators mm-hmm. the recruiting class is falling apart he's lost his best player on both sides and oh yeah during the 60 minutes that they play on Saturday he's a damn stooge can't get anything done so there's a reality here of we're about to go into a deep dark long freeze if something doesn't happen urgently E. This cacophony made me chuckle. Yes. Fun times in Cleveland again. Still Cleveland. Come on down to Cleveland town, everyone. Under construction since 1868. See our river that catches on fire. It's so polluted that all our fish have AIDS. We see the sun almost three times a year. Three. This guy has at least two DUIs. Flats look like a Scooby-Doo ghost town. Don't slow down in East Cleveland or you'll die. Our economy's based on LeBron James. Buy a house for the price of a VCR. <laughs> Our main export is crippling depression. It could be worse, though. At least we're not Detroit. Hold on. Hold on. We're, we're not, not Detroit. Detroit. That's right. <laughs> yeah, they got a winner up there. Uh, yeah, that's a great way to end it. Well, this is why the drill. Not? It's been a GFL Friday. Have a uh, terrific uh, football weekend. Here's hoping we're in victory formation Monday morning. Oh. Take care.